Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 79th episode of the HSBG Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Collins. I'm here with my constant co-host and his cat, Baby Bunny. <laughs> How you doing? I'm all right, Collins. I'm all right. I'm a little under the weather. I think I've got, I'm coming over a flu or something like that, so my voice is a little different. That's why, but I'm, uh, I'm doing better, so let's, let's get started. How are you doing? Yeah, I mean that—that's essentially the reason why this podcast is a little out of uh, date, I guess, because normally we do it on Fridays. But Shay wasn't feeling good, and uh, he felt worse the day after. So I, you know, I care about my uh, co-hosts, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and if they're feeling bad, does it make sense to um, have a push, have a support? The voice was very, very, it would be like very labored, very forced to like force the words out. <laughs> yeah, and you don't want to force someone to, to talk, uh, you know, two hours in a row nonstop in that kind of environment. That's why he streams. <laughs> yeah, that's why I stream instead. Yeah. I can do it to myself, but Collins can't do it to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. It just sounds uh, bad, I guess. It sounds like it should hurt, but it doesn't hurt. Yeah, but um, we do have a big po- uh, big podcast today since they released a new patch with a ton of changes, a lot of interesting changes. So that's pretty much going to be the majority of this podcast, just going to be uh, running down a list of changes and you know, our thoughts. And since it's been a few days out, we should have some ideas of what's actually going on. So it uh, should be an interesting podcast for us, but no need to dilly-dally. I mean, we do talk about our week. If you want to. You want to talk about your week? You know, you got uh, got a little lobby legends qualifier in there. You know, you want to probably you want to talk about. That. Oh, was that? I guess yeah, it's the seventh, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Okay, yeah, I uh, qualified. Yay! <laughs> uh, I, I looked, I looked at roughly all my qualifiers. I think I hit four out of nine, uh-huh. uh, with like one where I was basically in until the last five minutes right i don't know if you remember that one yeah where i was queuing and then i got knocked out the last five minutes that was so sad so i think it's i think it's fair to say i've made half right to say that's that's like that's four and a half (laughs) so i'm I'm pretty happy about that i it could have been more there's definitely been some circumstances with like moving and then you know like not sleeping with my daughter and all that where she was you know, not sleeping well, so I wasn't sleeping well. But uh, I'm 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 quite happy with half, yeah. Sounds so good. Yeah. I'm happy to watch you. You know, I'm rooting rooting for you this time. <laughs> Make sure you dominate or, or at least try your best and feel good about it. So. Yeah, we talked about the whole no pressure thing. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I, t- I told you that it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, the, no, I I feel a lot better with. Uh, I guess I don't really feel the pressure. I'll put it that way. Right. So. I uh, yeah, I, f- I feel a lot better about the qualifier right now. Mm-hmm. I'm also feeling pretty comfortable in the quest meta, so that helps as well. Where yeah. that's no guarantee I'm going to make it, of course, but it's always nice to feel um, comfortable and confident going into an event like that. Uh, but yeah, essentially, the qualification, I just I just went to bed early because I, uh, I that's when I didn't that's when I started not feeling so well mm-hmm. the thirty first. So. On stream, I was like, I'm not talking about this at all because I don't want people to know that I'm not queuing today. <laughs> so I would just play, 
just chill no you know just playing on an a not not really saying anything about not feeling well i was like oh, i'm just camping guys uh but i just went to bed at like uh nine or so and the ladder closes at midnight and i was like i woke up I was like oh cool it helped nice <laughs> that's that's good because i feel like you know if you're not feeling well and i i generally already don't really want to play in the evening that if i were to like proactively try to defend my spot i would just do more damage than good so i was like whatever i'm not gonna stay up and ref- hit refresh every 20 minutes or whatever yeah, so it's it's definitely a safer approach to it uh just like seeing how ladder goes near the end like if you if you're feeling comfortable it's a lot harder for people to like climbing over past you than for you to it's very easy for you to play a game and lose get, yeah. get a bad game and, and then lose your own spot so absolutely i think it's yeah I, I do uh i do most of the work up front right? i think most people want to do that where they, they get in a spot where it's very okay. it's very hard to push out because i was in a campable position like three days before but i decided to queue a bit more just to make sure and i really like that i did that because it put me in a spot where I could safely say, I could, you know, very likely say, you know, I'm going to bed and it'll, it'll hold. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so I don't want to make it too long. The qualifier is the 19th, I believe. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. So we got a little bit of time. So not great timing that I got sick, but on the other time also way better than like a couple days earlier. Cause if I got sick a couple days earlier, maybe I wouldn't have made it. And also, now I'll probably be more than recovered by the time the qualifiers here. So it just took a little bit of chunk out of my practice time. That's all. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to it. Should be fun. I'm also looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, gonna be gonna be quite an interesting one. All right. Um, moving on. I mean, we basically just have the uh, what's it called? The patch notes, right? Because I mean, it's a it's a really big patch for BGs. I would say one of the bigger patches they've had in a, in a while. I'd, I'd say it's a huge patch to not be like a, a season change. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that's fair. Yeah. Because uh, normally you have these like huge patches when there's like an Amari set mm-hmm. or there's this like, oh, we have now Nagas or we have Quilbor. But this was just them saying like, hey, here's a bunch of changes to your game. What for? Eh. You know, uh, no you, you, guys, you guys deserve it. Let's get some changes. So... That that's cool. That's cool to see. Let's let's hope that this is still not at the crazy pace that sort of drove me out of TFT, where TFT was like, "Hey, it's a new game every two weeks." <laughs> so that was like, "Oh, that's too much for me, man." Like, I'll slow it down a bit. I want to be able to play on the same patch for a little bit. Uh, but this this pace feels good. Where if we get like a nice big patch like this to shake it up every once in a while, that's that is nice. All right. Uh, so we first of all we have general text updates. So change all instances to gain one gold this turn only to gain one gold, not a functional change. And also change all yeah. instances to gain a blood gem to get a blood gem, also not a functional change. Um, I was thinking they they did this just for like word congruency and also just to maybe save space because they're all shorter statements. Uh, you know, because anytime I, I I see long text, it just makes me think of Yu-Gi-Oh. And sometimes you look, read a Yu-Gi-Oh card and it's like, it's two paragraphs <laughs> in that one card. And then maybe they just don't want that kind of thing. And also it's just nice to have all the cards that do this, have the same effect, have the same text, you know, because sometimes they'll, they'll be the cards that do exactly the same thing, but they'll have different texts. And it's like, if you've played the game, you don't, 
you don't care, you don't really notice it, but maybe if you're a new player, you're like, oh, this one's slightly different. Does it, does it mean something else, you know? Yeah, that's nice if it's all clean, but yeah, this this has no impact on any gameplay whatsoever. But it's just a aesthetics thing on one part, I guess, to make it a bit shorter. Oh. The gain one gold is turn early to gain one gold, and then, yeah, the other one is, I guess, it's just to be homogenous that it's all the same everywhere. Yeah, speaking of... Uh... Things that have no gameplay impact whatsoever. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we have to oh, not the same, man. Yeah, we, we should have a talk about this one. Though. Uh, so, uh, Jailer's armor tier 3, which I believe is uh, 2 to 5 armor, or no, 3 to 6 armor, right? Yes, it's 0, 2 to 5, 3 to 6, yeah. and then I think 4 to 7 after that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, armor tier 3, 3 to... Uh, three to six. Three to six. Runic empowerment. One gold. Give a minion plus one plus one. Yeah. So yeah. That's, and then it upgrades after nine friendly minions die. So if nine friendly minions die, now it's one gold. Give a minion plus two plus two. So if three minions, three friendly minions die, it's one gold. Give a minion plus three plus three. So it it kind of scales as the game progresses. Theoretically, like if if the weird thing is if you're doing well, you're your minions live, right? So <laughs> then it's not, it, it doesn't really scale, but like theoretically, you know, as, and also if you're playing specific compositions, your, um, your hero power is going to scale as, as the, as the game lasts. So uh, what's your yeah. thoughts on this particular hero? You have any, any, uh, I, I like this hero, but I think you need to understand that it's an extremely specific hero and that if you try to do anything else with it, it's going to suck. I think you okay. you treat this as yeah, but okay, but keep this in mind, right? Yeah. I think Deathwing is a good hero, uh -huh. but what if you don't buy tokens on Deathwing? It fucking sucks, right? It's the same thing with this guy. Like this is just Deathwing. If you treat this hero like Deathwing and you religiously be like, all right, let me just get tokens, let me just get tokens, let me just get tokens, then it's good. I like it because the you can you can seriously pump the Flectobot and uh -huh. early game. What I do with this is also I, I buff Bird Buddy. I just have like a big bird buddy in the back with like rat packs and shit. And then, because obviously you want to play a bunch of beast tokens anyway already. So bird buddy makes you win the fights as well. And you have a good buff target. Uh, and if it's with mechs, right? The Flectobot is a really good buff target. Could also go with a Hydra, but I usually don't even go with the Hydra too much because I like tokens more. So like the perfect jailer lobby is mechs in, beasts oh, in, yeah. demons in. And then you just slam tokens early. But I think I, I I don't pick this if either beasts or mechs are missing or unless I really don't like my other pick. So it's kind of like Deathwing in that regard where I will pick a Deathwing with either beasts or mechs missing if I have to, but I would only really like a Deathwing if I have both beasts and mechs because those are the two main token directions that you're going to go into anyway. Yeah, so you, you kind of have the same idea I do. Uh, when I saw this card initially, I was thinking this is a good hero if you either play... Mechs with deflectos, and then mechs can you could have menace and things like that, or you play uh, beasts essentially, mama bear rat pack beast. So, uh, either mama bear beast or things with um, the croc, right? So, essentially, that's that's kind of the same idea I would have if beasts are in, if mechs are in, then this becomes an available hero. I didn't actually put it like this is a deathwing <laughs> mentality. Uh, I think that's an interesting way of looking at it because. Uh, it it I would say like it's not um great if you don't have the hero power scale right so if it, if it if it's just a one mana 
like a, if it was a flat, give a minion plus two plus two. That was its power, right? I I wouldn't say yeah. that's good, right? Essentially, or you you lose the curial no. and stuff like that. So, it it does need to gain value for this yeah. card to be strong. So you you don't touch this early. Like you don't touch this early. I start using this maybe if it's like three three and I happen to float the gold. But usually this starts getting pushed out at like five, five, six, six, right around that time. I start to actually use it. So I also don't want to claim that this is a top tier hero, not at all, right? But so many people dismiss it as unplayable garbage immediately. Really? Because yeah, because you know, like they don't they don't treat it like I do, where they they force tokens. They'd be like, I played Murlocs and this shit was useless. I'd be like, yeah, no shit, man. Like, yeah, it's not good if you just have big ass Murlocs on your board. But would it you say that in Murloc lobbies this loses value? If beasts and mechs are in, no. No, because I think in Murloc lobbies, those are the hard counters. So I'd say it's great. But I, I think that's really if you apply that simple rule where you don't pick this unless beasts and mechs are in, demons in is a bonus. You hard force token stuff this thing starts scaling really quickly and then the the sweet thing is if you can get a quest that also wants you to summon or death rattle stuff that's where you can actually go for first a lot of the time where you just have a super synergistic board and you have a big reward at the end where i've i've had like plus 11 11 on this thing where i was like just slamming for one gold uh 11 11 on my deflector bot like that's that's significant in the late game there's also some like weird stuff you can do where I wouldn't say that this is like, oh, Jailer is really good because of this. But if you can make it to Scally Exodia, it's insane because you summon so many things, <laughs> the Scallywags. Right. So you can just slap plus 2020 on a Baron or some shit <laughs> where it's, it's pretty good to play around Zap or whatever at that point. But that's, that's, you know, I, that's unfair to say, oh, Jailer is OP because of that. But if you happen to get Scally Exodia on this, you pump out so many tokens that the hero power just keeps upgrading. So yeah, that, that is definitely something I want what to do. What you're saying is beast mech pirates. Huh? Pirates, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even want to mention it over demon because the early game demon death rattle package is so much better than just Scallywag, right? Um, so I think consistency wise, don't look at pirate. But if you happen to ever build a Scally Exodia on the jailer comp, Yes, that that's so super what fun. You're actually, saying is beast mag pirates demon. <laughs> yeah, if you can get all four, that's that's fun. Because I mean, a scallywag doesn't hurt early, right? So, very fair. Yeah, I think uh, the the hero is playable and interesting, is what I would say, right? So I don't yeah, like yeah. the design of the hero. But you just have to be very disciplined when you play this. Like you need to know that you're really pushing for a token direction. Sounds good. Moving on, we've got some hero updates. So every time, I'm a big proponent of hero updates. I think they, in my opinion, they don't do these enough. They don't change subpar heroes enough because it's, I would say this meta doesn't matter as much, but uh, historically, bad heroes are, are the worst part of the game, in my opinion. You know, Square, just having... Uh, a bunch of hero selects where I feel like I only have one choice or I have no choices, right? It definitely feels bad for me. So anytime you can take a hero that's been doing poor, performing poorly and upgrading them, making them relevant and wanting to play things like Pyramid, I would say nowadays, right? Like, it, you know, I could play Pyramid and I don't feel like, oh, it's a bad, like those kind of things I want to see more of. So definitely 
I always perk up when I hear, oh, they're they're updating existing heroes. That's so I'm yeah. jumping up to to listen to that. So, uh, we can go through them. First one, Cthulhu, uh, old one, two gold at the end of the turn. Give a friend minion plus one plus one. Repeat zero times. Upgrade after each use. Now it's same cost, two gold at the end of each turn. Same same ability. Give a friendly minion plus one plus one. Repeat zero times. But now it upgrades each turn. Each yeah. turn instead of each use. Yeah, the, the basic difference here is that the counter goes up even if you didn't click the button that turn. Mm -hmm. So what's, what's funny is I've had people ask me, what do you think about this being a chase of Cthulhu? And I, I would always be like, that sounds very strong. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. Uh, so they probably wouldn't do that, was, was, was my thought process. But it turns out uh, they would actually do that. They would actually make this change. And... and Seeing it, playing with it, I do think this is a really powerful or like decently powerful change for Cthulhu. It definitely feels like uh, you can play with this hero. You can kind of lazy it up, I guess. Not lazy it up, but you don't have to rely on, on the Cthulhu hero power early. And if you can make it a late game with Cthulhu, now you start getting some huge value. So I really think it's a really nice um, change. I do think it might be too good. <laughs> but overall... Uh, this is a change that makes me want to play the hero, makes me, uh, you know, like the hero more, and definitely something I would look in the direction. I just think that it's currently too strong, and definitely for um, lower MMRs, this is like almost too good. I mean, even even higher MMRs, it's it's even better. But I I definitely think this this is not a balanced change, but. It's fun to play with, but I, I do think it's probably too good. What's your thoughts? All right. So I had to take care of my daughter. Yeah, yeah. First, no but I caught the last part of it. So you think it's too strong? or? Yeah, I think it's it's too, especially at low MMRs, it's like that. this too kind free. of hero, it's, yeah, it's too yeah. free. You just hero too power. Free. Like, you don't have to play this hero. Like, you don't have to use the hero power early. And then once you get into the late game, you two mana good, yeah. plus ten plus ten plus eleven plus eleven. Right. You don't you don't have to think too hard about it. You compare that shit to jailer. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> okay, I don't have to have any death rattles, and I get like way more buffs on my uh, board. Yeah. No, I, I I think that I like that they're trying this though, because I think whenever you have stuff that people just don't want to touch, let's just blast it with buffs and see if it's too much, and then scale it back Fair a little bit. Yeah, the pyra like pyramid, I think was a great success. Where they like, did they have to scale it back a bit, yeah. or was it just? They did. I think. So what 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 was the nerf after the giga buff? If you remember. Was there a nerf? Wait, I'm just not sure. I don't think there was a nerf. I think the nerf was just like the meta shifted, and they released some other bullshit. I think Wag Toggle or something, where <laughs> where pyramid was like insane, and then suddenly it was like. The meta shifted. People didn't get rewarded for three on three as much because I, I don't think Pyramid actually got nerfed after his Giga buff. And we looked at that and we're like, "Holy shit, man! They made it like uh, targeted. It gets better. It still costs zero. This is insane." They changed the armor. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, sure, I guess. But but when when you think about I it, it's like, I see your point. yeah, it's like Pyramid is now. That's enjoyable. It's an enjoyable hero to play. And whenever I see a pyramid in my lobby, I'm like, oh, he's got a fucking pyramid. It's over, right? It's just like, 
right now the only hero that does that to me is lich where i'm just like oh don't make me fight this on the spike turn because right, it's so bad but the um i like the approach of let's just blast this with buffs and maybe it's fine because there's a lot of shitty heroes out there that you could blast with buffs and it might still be fine so uh Cthune was something i just didn't want to touch like i played it two times in the quest meta and they both games went well but i didn't hero power and that's obviously not the idea here i picked it purely for the armor to get an easier quest so i i like the approach to see if it's too much now i think that an armor change is probably very very needed where yeah. i think he still has like 10 armor or some shit Does he right? really he's got like massive armor okay. and the quest i don't think there was an armor change so that's, it's either that's the, insane oh, yeah it's yeah. either the highest or the second highest armor tier <laughs> Which is, I think that's probably the silly part. I think that should probably get adjusted, which it probably will. Uh, but I have not played with it yet. Have you played with the new Cthulhu? Or no, I, I fought people though. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I see him all the wrong. time. I've, I've, yeah. like, you're very strong, sir. <laughs> I see Cthulhu's all like they're not really beating me yet, but okay. I see a lot of Cthulhu's. Um, that, that's not fair to say. Uh, they're not beating me. Like, <laughs> I know that's not a good metric, right? That's a one-person sample size, right? So no, I, I, I do want to try it and it, it feels too strong. I think that the, the armor part of it is too much. So I don't know if it's going to be like a zero armor hero, but if you're going to have, I, I think if you were going to do something quickly, I think the first thing is make it zero armor and then see. I, I think my instinct would be like instantly bump it to like two to five where it's not just zero because zero does that hurts so much for quests, right? Yeah. Like zero. But I would say like this might be like the safest hero in the game right now. Is it? okay. So I see. I don't know the curve and when this starts kicking in. So Wait, when do you start I, hero I mean, powering? We, we can take a look at HS replay actually real quick. Right. Let me do that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I was just. I'm not sure. Like when. So. Uh. When. When can do people start? Current? Yeah. It's. It's clearly. Oh wow. That's really good. It's yeah. not even close. Yeah. So I would that's, that's, instantly that's with zero. armor on top, though, right? Yeah. That's what armor. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. I would make it zero armor. One zero. And, okay. and then see if it's still this dominant. <laughs> is then, there a way we can see the the the, the curve where they're hero powering or is uh, that well like you click on the hero, right? And it'll it'll tell you yeah. what people how people hero power, like the how like oh, they hero power. Okay. So they hero power turn three. Um and then they hero power after yeah. turn six on and then forever after turn so yeah they, they get a buff on five gold which makes sense because it's yeah. you know Did normal you curve like plus three plus three or so um or so turn one you get one turn two you get two turn three you get three so yeah two yeah. mana plus three plus three turn you level to two that's really good right that turn plus three plus three you with your one drop you buy something plus three um three. so it's one less than guff so it's it's good, right? But good, put it in perspective. Guff will get four four on that. It turn, doesn't right? scale permanently to the end of the game. It's no, no, no. But, but we were talking about that's really good. Plus three, plus three. I just want to say it's good, but it's not insane, right? It's not insane. Good. Yeah, no. But like you're you gotta keep in mind you're playing Cthulhu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know but you were and you, you were just like you were like talking. Set. I agree. I agree. But you got to be fair. You can't talk about turn three and say, "Oh, that's really really good." Gaining plus three plus three. It's solid, right? I think it's solid. Yeah. So the um, the next one then happens six gold yeah. or turn six, which is eight gold, which is double by hero power. That makes sense. And then probably after that point, it just makes sense to keep going. Okay. <laughs> 
And then if for whatever reason you can't keep it up, you can always skip one yeah, round. Like 80% you hear power. power. So like there's, there's sometimes where like, ah, oh, the buy is too good. So I won't hear a power. Mm. But most of the time yeah. you're going to hear a power, essentially. Okay. No, no, no. I mean, that, that makes sense. I am excited to try it myself to just see it. Because that's also one of the things that you just need to feel. Where I remember like the first Brucon game I had after it came out of rework or maybe not rework, but bug fix. Because Brucon wasn't there at the start of the quest battle, right? right? So right. I was like, I played one game, I was like, okay, this is batshit broken. Whereas before, like theoretically, you should have been able to figure that out, right? That it's going to be broken. But it was like, I just played the game, I was like, okay, this is not okay. This is not okay. So I'll probably, if I played a Cthulhu game, maybe I'd feel a bit stronger about the zero armor as well. I'm not uh, surprised that it's dominating, though. Because anytime someone would ask me, this exact change i'm always like it that feels too strong so that's too it, much yeah. it, it's always like nice to have them do the change and it's like oh best here in the game by far like, I'm like yeah okay, validated maybe, yeah maybe you know we're onto something here um but i do think the armor no armor adjustment is maybe the 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 the, the flaw in this the adjustment. Oversight. yeah the oversight yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that is a bit too optimistic, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like it'll be fine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not so much because th that's a huge one, right? If you get a if you get a more difficult quest, that's yeah. a big penalty. Yeah. So, so I, I'm not even saying change the hero power yet. I I, I want to yeah. see zero armor, and then, and then after that, same. then we'll see if it's still too okay. dominant. Like, I, I, I think, think that, it's still gonna be yeah. good though, even with zero armor, because you like the thing with heroes like this is you don't even need the quest. You know, I mean, like, if you make it, like, obviously, yeah. like you're gonna, you the like, quests are good. But, like, if you make it a late game, you you get a lot of value. Yeah, but that's that's a big if, right? Just make it to the late game without the quest for. But it, you, right? I mean, but you're playing Cthulhu. <laughs> you get you getting you're getting a lot of stats. Like that's the thing. Uh, sure, sure, sure. You have you have the approach there to do it. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. So, okay. Uh, I I don't even think uh, like let's say they nerf this. Still play the hero. That's my that's my gut feeling. Just like yeah. the hero's still gonna be very good. So I do think um probably overtuned, but I wouldn't I wouldn't yet change it. I, I wanna see zero armor and then Let's we'll, see we'll, we'll, we'll re I, I think I think that's fair. I like the uh I do wanna say I like the approach, right? Blast it with buffs and if it's too strong, yeah, just yeah. turn it down. Because yeah, we got a lot of heroes, man, that we don't want to pick yeah. based on their hero power, so yeah, yeah blast the buffs. Yeah, I I agree with you. Don't be too scared to buff heroes, you know, because yeah. we we're living through too scared to touch them. <laughs> you know? yeah. I don't like this reality, so don't be too scared to be like, oh, this might be too strong. Just let it happen and then adjust. Uh, and then see. Yeah. Um, uh, all, right. all right. So next up is Toki. Yep. Uh, so old one gold refresh Bob's tavern include a minion from a higher tavern tier. Now the new chain, same ability, refresh Bob's Tavern, but now you include two minions from a higher tavern. Tier. <laughs> so instead of getting one four or so, you're getting two four options, one two five options, two six options. So you you have more. It's almost more of a discover effect. I, I, ish. There, there yeah, I'm yeah, gonna flip. Yeah. I'm gonna flip and see if I hit the the card I'm looking. It's like at. a hook tusk, right? Yeah. A hook tusk discovery where you only get two instead of three. Yeah. Um, now I haven't played this hero. I don't know if you have. I've seen people play it, but I haven't played it myself. I I am I'm similar to that where I haven't really seen um seen it in my own. But I've been playing on my free to play account. Uh, uh it's 
it's ten and a half k, so it's not like the games are bad. But, yeah, that's good. But the um, yeah, obviously, I only have half the heroes, so I don't. Yeah, I would have probably been able to pick a Cthulhu by now if I was playing on my main account. Uh, same with Tokyo. I, yeah. I I will say that I have been seeing a lot of Tokis do well, so I yeah. don't like, and that's surprising to me. So when I look at this, I don't get that feeling of oh, this is a impactful you know game breaking change but almost all the tokis i've seen are doing well i guess so well, i actually think this is a I think bigger there's a buffer cool, than i thought yeah i think there's a cool thing you can do if you're if you're a little familiar with how toki co- curves work mm-hmm. you can you can easily see how this works where uh you do a normal curve but on five gold sorry on six gold on six gold, you level and hero power because you have six, right? So the level is five and the hero power is one. Yeah, you get double six next turn. Yeah, and then on seven gold, you can double buy and then hero power again. As you just pick up a shit ton of four drops like that. It's kind of like a little bit like Lich, but not as bullshit. So on six gold, you put the four drops in the shop. On seven gold, you buy two four drops, hero power, have two more in the shop. And then that means that on eight gold, you can sell level buy, or you can just buy two more four drops and go for a bit of a slower curve, which is very acceptable in the quest meta. You don't have to be tier four on eight gold. I'd, I'd say in a lot of metas, you do want to do that. And it also depends on what you're hitting, right? Like if you're hitting like yeah double so anything really, like double peggy, double lights on. Yeah, you're just like I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and um, there's also probably more aggressive variants yeah. where. Uh, you can do like some three on three shits, right? And if you have economy, uh, you go three on three with economy, and then you hero power, uh, sell double buy, kind of like Togwaggle, where Togwaggle needs to sell the units, the economy units, to be able to buy uh, with the hero power. So the same thing applies to Toki, where you can go three on three and grab two four drops on turn four. Which is also really strong, and and, th- and we're just talking about the early game applications of this. Like this is yeah. this change also means you don't necessarily need to go to six, right? Like if you just if you're on five, you get hero power, you get two sixes. If you get direction, you're kind of there. And it's not like yeah. next turn you can't just hero power, get two more six options in check. So uh, if if you know uh, like a Argazoa or something is on the board or. Let's say you hit you roll double Cali, or that's unlikely, right? But like there are gonna be situations where you're like, Well, I I have my direction here. I didn't I didn't need a triple, I didn't need a level, here's my direction, let's play it out. So there is actually some value just being able to see double the amount of options um at the time as well as just um having the curve cleaner for you. So being able to get two fours, I think is is probably the biggest like tempo swing for Toki in the in the uh, early game and then the late game isn't too bad like you save a lot of gold not having to level um if you're looking for a specific five or a specific six now you you don't have to level and you have a lot double the chance to hit the card you're you're specifically looking for or hitting a direction of any kind and then building around that so uh i initially didn't think this change was going to matter as much but now watching people play it and, and, and having them in my games, I do think this was a really good change for Toki. So big ups, you know, because I was like, oh, you know, the only, like initially when I looked, I was like, oh, the only change, you know, that that's really going to might dominate might be uh, 
then again, that was a silly thought. So I'm not gonna repeat it. <laughs> but uh, okay, I do think this yeah. is a good uh, this is a good change for turf. I, I was gonna say I don't know if that thought can land into anything yeah. good here. You know, <laughs> like this because there's I, I was saying it, and I was like, I know this is absolutely right. So I'm not even gonna finish yeah. it. <laughs> I'm gonna head out. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. All right, and then probably the most interesting run of the reworks for the heroes is the the Wrath King. The Wrath King, yeah. So, old one was a passive. Whenever you buy a minion of a specific type, give it plus two, plus two swap types each turn. Uh, now, I kind of want to talk about Rat King of old um, before we do this, because I, I don't think Rat King is going to go back to its previous ability. So, essentially, this ability that it's, 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 it's losing, it's probably permanently gone. So, I just want to talk about it. I used to love Rat King initially. I used to love this hero. This was like maybe my top two favorite hero. When, when you say initially, you mean way yeah. back when the game came out. Yes, but I want to yeah. talk about why. Um, yes, but that is context because we need that for some of the listeners okay, sure. who were not around when the game was three released. Three years ago. Back in yeah. my day, three years ago when I started yeah. playing. When um, there were like five different heroes. When there were only 24 heroes in the game <laughs> and you had two options and you could get perks for three. That was the meta. Uh, I used to lo really love this hero because of Amalgam. There was Amalgam was a tier three unit, so and it was every time tier, so, two. tier, tier two, two unit. Yeah, exactly. You're right. It was a tier two unit. That's you're right, dude. How you weren't even playing? <laughs> it was broke. No, I I played a little bit on uh, release, but you kept playing, right? I just played a little bit. Okay. Um, I dude, just an anecdote on that. I remember day one, Collins coming in my chat, being like. Dude, this Wrathweaver is OP, man. Just yeah. like Wrathweaver Monganas win every game, baby, right? And, will, and I, I love that, man. Like these noob strategies when you're new to the... Obviously, everybody's a noob. So you just got to be a little bit ahead of the curve. And honestly, after day one, if you figured out that you could spam demons with Wrathweaver Monganas, that's not bad. You know, it's okay. It, it, it was uh, really good at the time, dude. It was a free I know, win. I, was, I know, I, I know, I know. <laughs> it's It's fun to look back at that and be like oh man how the game has evolved right but yes please continue don't want to derail too but much. back then uh, amalgam was a two drop so you could get and it was every type so every time you saw amalgam and demons murlocs are in you know mechs are in um, i think um a neuromodule was still was in the yeah more neuromodule has been in the game since the beginning um and so was the poison giver um so the the the, the one two, I think it had different yeah. as well. Toxfin, yeah. So those two were in the game, and you could just have a bunch of amalgams. Since they were tier two, there were a ton of them in the shop, so you saw a lot of amalgams. So every time you saw a rat, you had rat king, and you saw an amalgam, you buy it, it gets a plus two plus two buff, and then you you instantly you, you get divine shield. If and it's not like. Only amalgam was the the benefit, right? If you if Max were if you rolled Max, a Neuromaja was so good. If you you know yeah. Menace was in there, you had the Cobalt Garden, which is kind of deflecto. So there was a lot of synergy for Rat King, and it was a it was legitimately a good hero. However, when they um, amalgam was too problematic for a lot of different reasons. So when they removed amalgam and they essentially removed it and came back. That was where a lot of the power of Rat King was, and it just lost a lot of value. So after that change, Rat King's kind of fallen on the wayside. It's had ups and downs in some matters, and they've tried to make it a little bit better. But essentially, 
it used to be very good when Amalgam was a two, but since they changed their move, they they've even changed Amalgam now. It's it's now a four, right? They've they it used to be a six, then there was a three, <laughs> then it's, then it's a four now. So they keep ch uh, trying to figure out how to make Amalgam work smoothly and not be broken. But it's just um, it's just interesting because I don't think we're gonna go back to its old passive. So it's just kind of a memorial, like a card I used to a hero I used to love. But now it's getting a new ability, which is I think is really respectable. So it's getting rebirth. But I just wanted to have a little like discussion of like the old Rat King and I, a lot yeah. of new players would be like, "This hero has always been bad." You know, I'm glad they're oh, changing yeah. it. I want to say yeah. there was a time where it was actually very strong. These people are not Rat King mains, okay? <laughs> Respect the Rat King main. All right. uh, but yeah, um, so. Old passive, whenever you buy a minion, give a plus two plus two to swap type each turn. Now we have a new passive. It's two gold. So now you have to pay for the ability. You discover a minion of a specific type. And it swaps types each turn. So now you can discover a specifically an elemental, specifically a max, specifically a beast, specifically a quobor. So definitely a completely different ability and completely you have to reevaluate how you look at this hero. I've talked too much. You have any immediate thoughts on this hero? Yeah, for sure, for okay. sure. I, I I like this a lot. Mm -hmm. The um the way how I've been playing Wrath King because mm -hmm. that's the hero I have been offered on my free to play account is I it's a it's almost the perfect marriage between hook disk and scabs okay. where it follow it follows the scabs curve okay. but it acts like a hook disk. So what I mean with that is. Let's say that you roll Beast turn one and there's an alley cat in the shop. Yeah. You hero power for an alley cat, you freeze the alley cat. Yeah. You, float the, you float the gold, doesn't matter. Yeah. Even if you get a bad shop, you can even roll and then hero power try to get a duplicate of something. Yeah. So the chance that you get a pair turn one is incredibly high. Because or at least a good, a good unit. Like a good yeah, yeah. Or, or you get like um, a Salamental. Sally, Sally Alley or something. Yeah, Sally, Sally Alley, Sally Shelly, right? Yeah. So. This is insane economy because you can almost surely pick up some economy pieces, which right. is the main. That's the main hurdle. The main hurdle for playing tier one, yeah. or the two main. The two main hurdles is one, you got to get a triple if you're playing tier one. The second one is you got to have enough money to make the curve work, yeah. and this thing does both. It gives you money and it's very likely to push for a triple. So, for me, it's been very good. Where I treat it like a scabs hook tusk where I follow the scabs curve, which is a reform curve where you just sell hero power. And uh, the, it's it's even cool where you can hero power before leveling mm -hmm. if you need to push for a triple. Or if you already have your triple and you just want to get power, you can level hero power and grab like a sewer rat instead of an alley cat. So that, that's how I've been playing it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I essentially, it's it's a it's scabs point two, or not version two, because I think scabs is his own charm. But, you know, it's like another version of Scabs where you can stay on one. You have a lot of uh, opportunities to get economy. So you do. So one thing, right, like you do have to play this hero with economy pieces in, right? Like if Ellie is in, Ali, you know, Naga's in, uh, Beast in. You don't need all of them in, but you need to be able to hero power turn two with economy. So if... If you're playing, there's no economy, and you're like, oh, I'm playing Rat King. They said it was good. You you need to roll into an economy. Like the the benefit of this, it's so easy to get because you can you can get an extra roll on one if you hero power, 
or you can just get the economy from your um your hair power itself so it's it's quite easy to get the economy but you do need it if you do you know if you don't have the economy uh turn one and turn two you you've you've put your you you've shot yourself in the foot a little bit uh, right before you start the game so um that is the one caveat like i would say this is a really good hero but you do have to be aware like there are things you have to be thinking about when you pick it so sounds good yeah, don't pick it in lobbies where you wouldn't pick a hook tusk, right? It's it's a very similar strategy. Mm-hmm. You just pick triple on one. And and um, so that's the early game, but it still has value in, in the late game too. Uh, if you if you're playing a, a specific type and you roll it, then you you can clean up what you're looking for. Beasts can do well with it, uh, and you can also get like, um, what's the word? Not combo pieces, but supplemental pieces. So let's say you roll beast, you can get the five three, or if you roll max, you can get the menace or uh, normal modular. So you, you, you can like clean up your your composition if you get it. It's not it's not like oh this is only economy early and then it's like ah two mana get something. Uh, as long as you yeah. know what you're looking for, you have to be aware of like I hero power I can hit this right because you are getting you are only looking through that exact type. So you're not gonna get something random like if you're playing scabs and they give you a an Eliza out of nowhere like that's not happening. So uh, you do have to be aware of what are what are available, what are the options, what's likely to get when you hero power. But it's still really good, and you even if you use it blindly, you can just roll economy. Like you roll a Celia, and it's like oh, I didn't yeah. waste I didn't waste my powers. So. I I think it's indeed uh, like it falls off. A lot, but yeah, if you have the right type, so I'd say like at eight or nine gold, that's roughly where you start, you know, trying to pull like a four or a five, where it could still be a really nice tempo spike. Where you know, let's say nine gold, you push to five, you hero power, you see if you get like a mama bear or something cool. Uh, I think in my game, I pushed and I got like a high main, which is very, very nice. Uh, just sweet tempo, uh, essentially one gold for a high main because you could technically sell the high main, so it's only one gold. Uh, that that was super good, but I'd say like after that, it's like yeah, ten yeah. gold, and then turns after that it you start thinking, yeah. yeah, do I do I really want this? Like you could st- you could always end on it. You can do your turn, and then you happen to have two gold left instead of you know rolling it away. You can still just hero power. So, but that's that's usually how I treat it more in the late game. Yeah the 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 real the real power spike the real charm of this hero is in the early game for sure early yeah. Mid, yeah all right sounds good so looking at all of their changes i'm pretty happy with them like the, these are the things i want to see you know you could say like Cthulhu, they they didn't nerf the armor and that's the like the main drawback for now but uh but overall like i love seeing oh they're they're buffing all the heroes that i don't play like that's great you know so Definitely, definitely happy to see this decision uh, for them. Now they also have some uh, armor changes. So, I, I once again, I'm gonna repeat this. Would love to see what their previous armor states were before, and then before they tell us the, the old one, because it's hard to memorize all the armor changes, especially when they're changing them every single yeah. patch. But it is, it is nice though that it says the following heroes have less armor, yeah, it, it more, a little bit more before. information. Yeah, before it was just like these are the changes. Yeah. Like this went to this tier. Yeah. It's like, oh, is that more or is that less? Like now that we pay so much attention to armor, we would probably know. 
because armor is actually really relevant. Before we're like, oh, I don't pick no armor heroes, bro. Like I pick, I pick zero armor heroes. That's how I roll. So, but, so yeah. maybe they're listening and they're like, ah, it's too confusing. These BG we players don't know how to. <laughs> We we can't do that. But what we can is we can give you this. So this yeah. this is already this is already good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it does help that they're they're telling us which ones are less and more because the the initial approach of like these are the armored states for the new heroes. Like uh, we don't know yeah. anything. So, yeah. um, Brucon, Pyramid, Racking, now armored tier one, so I have all zero armor. I think this all makes sense to me. Um, you know, Racking yeah. is scabs essentially. So the same Pyramid. Pyramid was we talked about last week had. Uh, one of the best or the more consistent uh, position yeah. rates, so makes sense to that. Uh, same thing with Daryl, but Daryl's a Daryl's a weird, you know, weird hero. You know, he, we don't need a nerf Daryl. <laughs> you know, what is what is Daryl zero armor? I'd be like, oh, I don't know about this. Like, but look at the stats. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm uh, still not picking Daryl. So uh, Lich Bazal is now armor tier two. I think this makes sense ish because it, it makes sense because the hero's toxic not because like it needs to be armor tier two but when when let's let bazal does well it, it's not fair right you you deal 15 to people it's hard to um it's hard to play where you're not taking 15 like even when i play i'm like well the i i don't have to see what the opponent's board is to know that i'm yeah. dealing 15 of them she um, she doesn't need to do well to deal fifteen. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> she will deal fifteen regardless. Yeah. The the fact is, if she's not doing well, she'll take like a seventh or an eighth because someone yeah. will kill her at someone some point. Kill her, yeah. But yeah. there's no way you're overcoming all that gold she gets early for free and all the tears she gets early. So uh, that that was my main gripe right when I talked about Lich. Is like even if she doesn't high roll, the people that you fight and that crucial on those crucial like two three turns are still taking 15. yeah so so the, the problem is this doesn't solve the issue right it just means that if you play like it might mean there might be less people playing her which might in the, in, yeah. in in fact solve the issue right because it's more it, rare it's better than having more armor that's for <laughs> sure but i hear you i hear you you're saying that this doesn't solve the issue of those people that you fight on turn five and turn six are still taking 15 and there's yeah. nothing they can do about yeah. it. And I agree. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if going straight to zero armor was I, I too know, harsh. I think, I think that is too harsh. Yeah. Cause then you're really just, yeah, I would yeah. never, I wouldn't touch her. And I don't think, no. I don't want which more would, of those heroes. Right. It should be great. Honestly, for now, I that's kind of like, you're, shut you're, up you're, my, you're sneeding. You're <laughs> Yeah, no, but I mean, kill she it, is killer. Really, killer really, fires, what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm okay to, to have this be unplayable garbage because, uh, I mean, I really, really liked old Lich. Actually, I would love a revert. Like, I, I really liked old Lich. I think the whole tap get a coin. It offered so much flexibility. I thought that old Lich was really a good player hero. It's like here, here's options. Now go make it. You know, make it work. So I, I really liked old Lich. So. Uh, but I'm, I'm guessing that for some, you know, like for some quests, like cards to the hand and all that, it's maybe too good where you just get a coin in your hand every turn guaranteed. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure, but <laughs> whatever. That's that's my take on it. We don't have to dwell okay. too much. Okay. Uh, it's it's better than, you know, not nerfing her, that's for okay. sure. All right. Next, next uh, Deathwing, Toki, Kurtris, and Tavish are not armored tier three. So... 
this one I have more like, huh, you know, because I remember Tavish, Tavish armor tier, uh, armor tier six at 10 yeah, armor. And then it was like, oh, this is the best because it had a decent hero with a decent hero power and it's armor tier 10. So they're like, okay, let's nerf that. They're just like, oh, well, people are still playing, playing him. Let's nerf it again. Now, now it's, it's, it's three to six armor and you're playing Tav. <laughs> like, it's not the same anymore. Uh, so definitely, definitely feel like maybe the stats are like being mean to Tavish here where I don't, I don't think it deserves to be this low. Um, Kurtris had really good stats, so I can see this one a little bit. I wasn't really much of a Kurtris player, so essentially it's like, wow, well, you know, bad for my opponents, I guess. Toki getting nerfed, I think, is fair because after playing it and seeing, it, I do think that the um, the hero power change was a good buff for her, so I think that's fair. Deathwing getting nerfed, I'm pretty indifferent on, so that one, that one, I don't care too much. What's your thoughts on this? I think that um, most of them are fair. The Tavish one, indeed, I if the stats indicate it was too strong, then sure. It's one of those heroes that I might still take just based on the selection. What, I want to see what, where he's at right now. Yeah, sure. I, I think that's probably one of the more, you know, or the less interesting ones where it's just like, okay, the hero power has some use and you have armor. Cool. He's in tier two. But the the other... rate is like significantly lower than everything else around. Yeah, I, I wouldn't trust the data too much then. But the uh, the other three I think are way more interesting. Where these are all nerfs, I believe. Uh, Kurt Toki for sure. Deathwing as well, right? Deathwing wasn't two to five. So Deathwing getting nerfed, I can kind of see it. It was a really safe pick. If Beast to Mexeren, this was four to seven armor. Yeah. So that's uh, and they did yeah, buff Deathwing. SOW, yeah, so it yeah. makes sense. Pretty, um, pretty damn easy quest and then good hero power now. Mm -hmm. um, Kurt, I also understand. I, I played a Kurt game this morning and I won it. Still very good, very strong. So um, three to six nothing. is good. <laughs> so what? <laughs> tells me nothing. Uh, it's, it's still a three to six is still a good place to be, I'd say, for, for quests. So yeah. then the, the last one's Anixia going to tier four. So um, Anixia, I, I don't play and I don't see too many. I do notice that Anixias aren't like always last, <laughs> <laughs> which is my previous ob observation. So I guess it makes sense to nerf it, but I don't know. Not a common hero uh, and not a hero I, I care too much about. So uh, I don't really have too much of an opinion about this. I played some Anixia here and there, just armor value. Uh, she also does really well with Volatile Venom, the quest that makes your tokens plus eight plus eight. Uh, so that, yeah, that's, that's that's cool. That's fair. But yeah, I, that's, you think that's a pre preemptive nerf? No, I don't. I think I think nerfing for specifically getting a quest is maybe a bit much. Okay. I think that I think that she was just. See, this is the thing where it. I think it's really hard to do poorly on high armor heroes that have a quest that have a hero power that can't bait you. So, for instance, Cthulhu, you'll get baited into playing like a Cthulhu. But Anixia's hero power is also kind of bad, but it doesn't cost you any money, so you won't get baited. So it's just that's just upside because you get a you you should pick an Anixia because you want an easy quest, not because you're going to be hyper focused playing around tokens. That might happen if you get volatile venom, of course, 
but I would pick an Anixia and I would just play whatever. I wouldn't be like, oh, I have to force tokens. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the hero power doesn't cost you money. And that's a nice. big deal. Yeah, I think a lot of bad heroes with a lot of armor, their win rate is lower because people actually click the hero power. It's a very common mistake trying to play the hero. <laughs> you should just old Cthulhu, right? That was a really big deal. Like people just yeah. press the button, and I'm just like, what? Exactly. <laughs> so much money that, like, if you pay two gold every turn, starting turn one, your game is over, man. Like that's so much money that you throw away for for a mediocre effect there. So. I think that's probably why she was doing a little bit too well. Where that's that was that was a hero with a somewhat okay hero power in that you get some advantage here and there, and then the quest was nice. Uh-huh. So yeah, All right. fair enough. So now these following heroes have more armor, so they're they're getting yeah. buffed essentially. So that, the previous ones we talked about, they're getting less. This one's having these ones are having more. First yeah. one up is Patchwork. Now it's armor tier two. Now, I find this hero kind of hilarious <laughs> because of the way it's designed, right? Uh, since since it's it's it now has fifty five health, you can't really give it that much armor, right? Because imagine you know fifty five health plus ten armor, right? Yeah. Uh, that would be a bit stupid. Uh, so because of that, you have to give it little armor. But the way quests are designed, they're designed so if you have less armor, you have much harder quests. So Patchwork is a hero. Like even with fifty-five health, you no, know, that's not that's not a tier a tier one ability. You, know, you have fifteen extra health. Like it's a, it's like not negligible, but it's not like oh wow, you're gonna dominate the is game it, because you have fifteen health. Was it fifty-five and was it raised to sixty or not? I can check right, the, the library, but I feel like it was 55 and they raised it to 60. Oh, they did raise it to 60, you're right. And that's right. why it lost his armor in, yeah. initially. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but that, that's that's just even more of an issue then, right? Where you 60, imagine this rolls 10 armor. 10 oh, armor 70, yeah. 70 health, maybe. Yeah, you're up. starting with four, 48. Yeah. <laughs> you're starting with you're 70. And there's the a 15 damage point. cap as well. Yeah. Like you're just like I don't I don't care I'll just do whatever I want I'm not dying. Like the problem with having significantly more health than your peers is that you never get eighth. Like imagine you start with sixty, like seventy armor. How are you getting eighth? Like even if you try. <laughs> yeah, my, my favorite curve on patchwork is four on four. Just go hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so basically, due to the the way his health works. He doesn't get a ton of armor, but due to the way quests work, you get you get very difficult quests. So these combine to make Patchwork a very rough hero to play. It feels okay because you're like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I have a lot of health. But once you get to past the, the early mid game and people activate their quests and they have hero powers that do a lot of uh, efficient things, you just start losing. So I've seen a lot of curves for Patchwork where they're like. 50, you know, 50 health the whole time, then 20 dead. Then, you know, they take 30 over, yeah. you know, over two turns. And then you're just like, what happened? I was 50 health two turns ago. Yeah, well, people spiked, you know, and, and you're, you're still working on your quest. You know, you, you, you trigger your quest when you're dead. I've seen that happen quite a bit. So I don't think this fixes Patchwork. Obviously, it helps, but it's hard to, it's hard to fix Patchwork with quest uh, meta. Right, because let's say oh you you change it up and then like quests disappear, then this hero becomes could become very uh, problematic. So 
you do have to be careful. But obviously, you're going to adjust the, the armor tiers after um, quests are gone. But still, um, its current iteration is very weird to balance patchwork in a, in a clean way. Um, so that, that's yeah, I, I I feel the same. Where I would never pick him no armor, and now it's like okay, maybe right because you're not going in maybe. zero. Maybe three but. to six, right? Sixty six start elf. Like oh, <laughs> uh, I I think patchwork was actually doing all right at the start of the quest meta, just because you were so hyper focused on quest. Tempo. Yeah, that yeah, it was actually a bit a bit faster paced, but. Well, it's not not a huge change. Just something now kind of pickable if you have to. Whereas I, before, I, like, I don't. don't I still don't recommend it. But you know, be my guest, right? Prove me wrong. Tell me it's broken. Uh, <laughs> next up, we've got Alex Straza and Phelan now getting an extra bump in in their armor tiers. What's your thoughts on this? Do you care? No, don't play these heroes. I don't play these heroes, and I don't. I mean, this is going to make me pick them if I were to make an armor pick. Okay. So, which is cool, right? They're they're using the system. They're uh, using the levers to make us change our decision. But I don't like the idea of leveling like that in this meta, or I don't like the idea of having to do that. I think that that is a thing that can work based on your quest. So, if you have a quest which requires you to spend gold on minions, and then also your whole hero mechanic requires you to level, that is a mismatch. So if, if you have to buy, if you have to play a certain type, that's so hard to do if you also have to rush tier five. Um, if you have a quest, of course, that requires you to spend gold or FX amount of friendly minions die, that's different. Um, so it really depends on the quest, whether I want to level in my game or not. So I don't like heroes that don't do anything unless you're normal. Yeah. I was gonna say it's funny because I play both of these heroes. <laughs> ah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is great for me because I play, yeah. I play Azaz, I play Phelan, and they're just getting okay. free health, and then the quests are easier. So I was like, oh, this is great. I, I wanted to ask you first because I knew you didn't play them. <laughs> so yeah, I love it. They're nerfing like, my shit, but they're buffing your shit. Okay, I see how it is. I see how it is. <laughs> This is great yeah, for me. Thanks, thanks, uh, <laughs> I, I was like, oh, did Alex try to play 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 Um, I do think there, um, you are right that it does force you to play a certain style, right? Like you, you are encouraged to level where I wouldn't say the quests initially encourage you to level. I'd say they don't. They encourage you to stay down. I, w- I would say on average, quests encourage you to stay down more than they encourage you to level. They, they want, you want to trigger your quest early, and then you want to uh, play around those quests if, if they are quests that deem you know, worth playing around cookbook and whatnot. So you do have to be aware when you're playing heroes like this that um, when you're deciding on your quests, you kind of have to avoid quests that um, don't make you do what these heroes want to do. Now, you can't ignore... Like, if the quest options are premium, like, oh, play three or four battle cries and there's four in the shop and, like, the, the reward is, like, cookbook or something. Like, I, okay, ignore Phelan. Just, you know, trigger your cookbook and max and win the game, right? But you do have to be aware of, like, oh, I... There are options in the quest that are not available to me when I play this because I want to be leveling. This, this, I, I would say it helps a little bit in this patch because they've added more quests that 
don't care about leveling, um, which I, I, I think has been very different than initially, where a lot of the quests were all encouraging buying stuff. They added two new quests, I think, or, or, and they, they, you both, you can level with both of them. So it's yeah. actually less uh, restrictive now uh, if you're playing these type of heroes because they've, there's more, you're more likely to have a quest that you don't care about buying minions. So um, that is the one change there. But these, these heroes are good for me, essentially. So I like playing them. So happy, happy for me. Moving on. Uh, these last couple heroes have more armor. Shemvala, Mr. Bigglesworth, and Zephyrus. The great now armor tier five, which is five to eight armor, so pretty impactful changes for most of them. What's your thoughts here? I wouldn't say Shannon. Any, yeah, go ahead. I wouldn't say a lot of like these are like premium heroes per se. Um, Shemvala really didn't play. I saw a lot of people still like playing Shemvala, but I didn't really like it. Still felt too flippy for me. Though I like I liked it buddy meta, like oh, buddy meta Shemvala, my buddy, my friend. Yeah. But, yeah. Not, not buddy meta, not for really for me too much. Bigglesworth, I like, and I, I don't think you like, right? But I actually, <laughs> I actually don't mind playing around a hero and then just like start winning. Like, it, 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 it does require the right lobbies. You have to be in lobbies where you're very likely to get something that's playable when people die. So, um, things like mechs, when you get big deflectos, um, Murloc's not that wait, good. Wait, wait. That's a trick question. Big deflecto players don't die calls. I'm the one killing them. <laughs> no, that's that's cruel. I kill them yeah. and I take the deflector. I'm like, this is nice. Like I've done that multiple times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's because you're a very strong player, but they don't normally die. So, yeah. That that's a fair point. That maybe <laughs> maybe if normally maybe it's not it's a bait. That I mean this hero is a bait for a lot of players so. is a bait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're a strong player and you can actually push someone out of the game and steal their shit yeah that's nice it feels like battle royale type right it's like oh i killed you got your inventory nice Let's, let me grab that let me grab that deflect the boy there we go <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why i like playing this hero because it feels yeah. very good to kill someone and take their best card it's just like oh I'm now yeah. extremely strong. And and I mean, obviously the late game with this hero can be good, but it, it is definitely more of a baity hero and I, I wouldn't recommend it. I just play it myself. So I have like good experiences with the hero, but I, I wouldn't recommend it for sure. So. <coughs> and then Zephyrus, Zephyrus feels yeah. weird to me. Cause like, it feels like it should be good, but then sometimes I'm like, ah, it doesn't do anything. Or like other, as, other heroes have abilities that like feel as good or better than Zeph, you know, like, and also like people can just high roll and then you don't have an ability versus them essentially like, oh, they got their triple and they didn't have to use a hero power, but I still think it's like, okay, but not like as good as I don't, I don't think that reasoning is good. Okay. Like playing against the high roller on any hero is going to be a bad experience. But I want to win the game. Shady. And if they're, yeah, yeah, but you can, you could absolutely high roll a Zephyrus. Sure. Right, you can you can make golden brands, you can make golden nomies and shit. So there there are definitely. Maybe I so, don't I don't high roll. That's yeah, the, you but you have to push for it, right? Like I do this. I think a cool strat for Zephy a lot of the time is uh, the first triple is a four drop uh -huh. on seven gold for tempo, uh -huh. 
And then the next triples, I might either generate naturally and then try to make a golden tier five by discovering two pieces of it, or I'm just strong enough that I can go to five and then hero power five drops. So I tend to like Zephyrus and do well with Zephyrus. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, they do poorly with them because, because I don't think five to eight armor for Zephyrus is normal. I think he's too good for five to eight. I think if you consistently use your first hero power for tempo, if you need it, which most of the time you do, because otherwise you don't have hero power, you're you're going to be fine. But I think most people greet too hard, and they do this thing on like eight gold, where like yeah. I, I, double. I, I think most people greet too little. Essentially, just but like, they always press it every time, and they always they just like. Oh uh, well, see, I think the first one. So. The problem is that on the first one, I think this is a classic Zephyr's noob trap, right? What people do is their first hero power is on eight gold where they've gathered a pair. They double sell, yeah. level to four, hero power, and then get a triple five. some shitty Sally or whatever, yeah. get a five drop, uh -huh. and then suddenly you have three minions on your board. You could You're do that in Buddy Meta. Maybe they're just stuck in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he made it, that was great because you just make it go to five yeah, drop. Yeah. But now you take uh, damage because you're losing. Uh -huh. And then the next turn, you're like, okay, I've got three minions on my board. I buy some stuff. And then the turn after, you feel pressured. You have to hero power some garbage, yeah. right? But whereas if you're just like not so greedy with the first one and you just hero power on seven gold, <laughs> grab like a mechano tank or a Peggy or whatever four drop, uh -huh. then. You spend like maybe another turn on tier three, build so your you board. Stay on three an extra turn. <laughs> if I have to, right? Yeah. So it depends. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. If my um, if my shop is good, then I'll buy. If I have a good opponent to level against, if my quest wants me to level, if my quest wants me to buy, these are all the variables, what of course. Want you to level? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean like let's say I'm unlocking. Um, alter ego next turn, and it's something like friendly minions are dying. Okay. So my quest doesn't give a shit if I level or not, right? So technically, the quest wants me to level because then I'm on four and I can grab modules and all that. Um, but yeah, let's say I'm playing a quest that is more buy two more minions, activate smoking gun, right? And of course, I'm going to buy that, activate my smoking gun, take a lot less damage, and then you're in a position where Zephyrus can make Golden Baron. A lot easier. Zephyrus can make Golden Brand a lot easier. So those are really there. There are certain cards that go from good to insane when they become golden. And Baron and Brand are true. Golden Brand in this meta. Golden Brand in this meta, dude. The taunt thing gives like what eighteen health on a minion. <laughs> you can give eighteen health. Ah, just give eighteen health to a minion for two gold. But That's you have not to taunt it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta get Aton anyway, right? <laughs> I, I hear but you. I mean, there's, there's other stuff, right? You can Smogger and Murazon, Tavern Tempest. If Murlocs are in, I mean, I don't have to explain why a Golden Brand is good. So, yeah, I, I'd I'd say that's probably the rhythm that most people miss, where they go for the money too fast, where they're like, oh, right, right, five drop, five drop, five drop, and then ow, damage, 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 and then they end up having to throw the next two hero powers away because they have to play defense. That's so, good that we yeah. talked about this. Yeah, I, feel like yeah, I like I Zephy. Like so, like, for me, it was very surprising to see this change, but kind of the same way as you, like, haha, suckers, I was already playing Phelan anyway. <laughs> I feel the same thing. You're like, I was already picking Zephyrus anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So, um, 
just going over him, I think nothing like jumps out to me. I was like, oh, this is like super weird, but um, it is interesting to see them. Like, but they're all like within parameters. Like, nothing's like, oh my god, Taz, what was her name? Tess, Tess Buff. Like, what is Tess Armor Change? I can't believe none of that. But yeah, we can go straight to the new backgrounds quest. So, first one, hire an investigator, end your turn with unspent gold. A number of times average is three so yeah this one i've used this one i think is okay if you can if you can do it easily so sometimes i have random sellies and i'm just like well i'll just sell a celly and the next i'll sell my other celly like okay i've triggered it like it <laughs> wasn't hard so i do think this one is like if you can waste gold easily if you have economy this is actually pretty a nice one in my opinion uh, any, mm -hmm. any thoughts about same 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 opinion yeah, I think this is really good because yeah. you can change your curve to fit, fit to make this fit basically. Yeah, very right? Like you can you can even like <laughs> so if you're <laughs> excuse me if you're if you're on tier one, it's very easy. You turn it into a rough arm curve. Boom, there you go. Right, it's done. If you've already leveled, you can maybe even on a seven gold double buy flow to gold, mm -hmm. and then from then on, it's easy to flow to gold because your curve is all weird anyway. But it's totally fine if your goal is to flow to gold. So stuff stuff like that you can and fix it very easily. Even on turn six, instead of buying, you could just level flow to gold. Yeah. Level uh level sell buy for an upgrade, right? Or uh if there's nothing better in the shop, maybe just cycle. Yeah. But yeah, there's 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 this I will say that I got a stupid, stupid requirement where I wanna make sure that I that I say it right, but I had this requirement on the Nethrius with stolen gold. I think I needed to float gold four turns mm -hmm. and I got stolen gold after that. Okay. I want to say that I really think it was four, but I'll say, I'll even say five just in case, but I think it was four. And then that's insane because I just played Tavern Tippers and I didn't feel this requirement <laughs> at all. Went, oh, stolen gold. And that was, that was so free. It was insane how free that was so I, I think there's definitely opportunities for this quest to be stupid where if you happen to be able to fit into a farm curve you don't you don't feel this at all it's insane yeah so I, i'd say this is definitely one of the ones that you should look for when you're thinking mm, do i just need something that i can complete no matter what because yeah. the play x amount of whatever type that one can really bite you if you don't yeah. hit the right yeah, you're unlucky, for sure. yeah. The, yeah these type of quests are always really good because they're reliable where some yeah. of the other ones are like let's say it's like play for battle christ you're like oh well yeah i have two in the shop and like, sometimes you can roll it down <laughs> and just waste a waste a turn and not not hitting anything so you you have to be careful uh sometimes with the other ones because they, they don't have the consistency of like oh i just waste one gold okay that's very easy to do i can always do that. i know i'm gonna get this quest on this turn every time um so definitely a premium quest if you are, are in the right situation and even if you're not like this isn't a hard one to to like meander into or or force it's it it, it doesn't you don't have to work too hard Next one, crack the case. Have friendly minions attack X number of times, average being 11. So I've used this a couple of times. Ed. It always strikes me like how weird 
like I can never guess how much attacks I'm gonna get. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just need to get better at that. But like sometimes I'm like, okay, I should get like this number, and I get like significantly less. Or my opponent, and like I've been screwed over by my opponents being too weak. Um, I don't know if this is like just a NA thing, but my sometimes I'm like, okay, I have this, and then my opponents have like one minion or something, and then that will delay me a turn. And I'm just like, ah, oh, you know, so. It's been somewhat awkward to me, but I, I don't think that's, like, normal. You know, like, I, I, <laughs> but, but, like, it's happened twice where I'm, I've been delayed a turn because my opponents were two weeks, so I don't know. Uh, but what's your, what's, how's, how's your experience with this? This has been good for me. I, I've been taking this quite a bit. I really like that it doesn't make you uh, change your leveling curve or your buying habits and all that. So... Yeah, you can obviously get it a turn later than you would have wanted to, but not having to go out of your way to pick minions that make you weaker than you would have been or to, um, I guess, do anything, right? Rearrange them or having to lose or whatever else requirements you have. I, I, I like this because you can also change, you can change your setup a little bit um, can, with buying minions. Yeah, not even just playing weaker, but I, I had like double menace on my board, for instance, for this. And that's amazing because you just have so many tokens where you're not weaker, but you're attacking with small minions at the start. So the fight is going to go on for a long time. I mean, you just have more units. I mean, that is weaker, though, right? Like if you put menace first. Yeah. Oh, you mean like throwing positioning? Yeah, I, I look at it a little bit more like an avenge type stuff where you would do that if you have a light spawn or so anyway. Yeah. So you're thinking um, about more like a bench. Like a value like, thing, right? Um, but it, it depends. If you think you're going to lose that fight, then of course you throw all the power in the front because they'll kill your stuff anyway. So you only do that if you feel like it's going to be very close uh, where you might <laughs> not complete the quest if you are too strong. So yeah, I, 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 I like this. Um, I do think that if you get like the 25 one, uh, that does take a while, but I've completed that one too. So I think that's definitely something where if you're strong enough, you can do it and just wait on it. Okay. Fair enough. I, I do think overall these are like helpful additions to the quest because previously it's more you have to buy minions to activate a lot of the quests. Now they've added some quest requirements that don't require you being forced to buy specific minions and or minions in general even. So... I definitely think it it gives people more freedom to activate some quests. It's not all just like by by demons. I'm okay with these. Yep, I like the additions. Right, now we've got some quest rewards, some interesting quest rewards to talk about. Uh, first one being Blood Goblet. At the end of your turn, give your rightmost minion attack equal to your missing health. So, I haven't seen this, actually. Uh, I don't know if you have or if you have any thoughts on this one, but I, I particularly haven't seen this. I did talk about it already in that mm -hmm. this could be good if um, if it's easy to activate and, uh, you know, you have units that want extra attacks, so cleaves and divine shield units and stuff like that. But like, on paper, it looks kind of bad, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's better than I thought it was. 
by it. Yeah, I, I I played with this. I won the game. I I liked it. The uh, I wouldn't pick this if it's like super hard. Yeah. Was so, it uh, for for my requirement, it was fine. Uh, but I think that was because I just had a good setup for it. So I don't I don't think Blood Goblet is something that you're going to force. Like for instance, Cookbook. You can try to force that in certain lobbies where you're like, oh, this is so good. If I can just get this, like turn eight, I'm fine, right? So whereas this, I probably wouldn't force. Now, of course, it's early days. It's hard to say for sure. But the way how I used it is I used it to, um, so I had a ghost round where I juiced up my Nadina and suddenly I had like a 40 damage Nadina. And then I was, yeah, I was, I well, when I started using it, I was like, I was losing, I was getting 20, 20 or so. I was getting plus 20 attack. And then I, I lost one more round at some point, which then netted me to ghost. But even if you get plus 20 attack, that's still relevant enough to kill something. Yeah, so I utilized this to buff uh, Bronze Ward, uh, buff my Nadina. Uh, near the end, I used it also to, again, when I was like top three situation against the ghost, I used it to buff Hydra. And then the next turn, I had a 40 damage Hydra. So yeah, that was uh, was useful in that regard. It also allowed me to buff uh, more like tech units. Like let's say if you're running a brand, you can make your brand. It's very easy to put your brand in the back anyway, and then your brand will trade with stuff. Uh, you can use it to buff your Baron, which is useful. So I, I'd say the quest reward is better than people give it credit for. However, I don't think that this is a quest that you should be forcing at all. But if you're getting it for cheap, then I like it. Because, um, yeah, high attack. We, we've seen this before, right? Where it's the same thing with Menagerie Mayhem. I actually like Mayhem, and I do really well with Mayhem. Because having extra attack allows you to trade with other stuff, and you can push for Divine Shield and Cleave, which really leverage that extra attack. And it's the same thing here, where you can easily have a Deflectabot in the back for one round. That's fine. Like, one, one round having a Deflectabot in the back, and then it suddenly has 20 extra damage. That's I, insane. I would rather have uh, what's it called? A twenty-three-two in the back, then a three-two in the front. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, right. So it's especially if you've just picked up a mackerel or you've just picked up a deflecto. Yeah, put that sucker in the back. Don't don't be like, oh well, I gotta put my three-two in the front, right? Because otherwise, it won't reset. It's like, yeah, it's not worth resetting yet. Uh, yeah. So TLDR is it's probably fine as long as you can get it uh, in like two turns. Uh, I think two turns is too early for this because it is a very high engine buff. I think it's more if the quest requirement is along the lines of what you're doing. What you're doing so, anyways. yeah, if it's like five battle cries and we got two battle cries in the hand, that kind of thing, where it's not necessarily going to be two turns after that, but um, you don't want to be like zero out of five battle cries and then be like, oh, well, I got to pick Blood Goblets because Shady told me you want a game with it. So I'll, I'll find the battle cry at whatever cost. Yeah. If you pick the cards because Shady told you you want a game with it, you pick it every single, every single yeah. time. Yeah, well, I've, I also lose games with cards. So yeah, maybe you should avoid those. Maybe we can't pick cards anymore. All right. Cool. Uh, all right. So overall, maybe playable if it's easy to trigger. Uh, and has some synergy with Divine Shields, Cleaves, and whatnot. So maybe if Beasts yeah. are in and uh, Mechs are in, it, you might be feeling a little bit better all the time. Especially if like you could get like a divide shield macro setup. <laughs> yeah, kind of good. That'd be the nuts, right? You have like two modulated macros, and you just switch them every turn to like. Yeah, yeah hundred twenty yeah. attack. Yeah. 
Um, that, that adds up. Yeah. Right, Essence of Zerus, the next one. At the end of your turn, add a Shifter Zerus to your hand, which transforms into random minions. So you don't need to add that if you've played the card, but I think if you're a new player or whatever, you haven't seen it, then yeah, uh, you need to know. Uh, you're muted, Zerus. Let me check. It sounds like you're muted. Um, can't hear Collins. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. I was muted for a second here because I was coughing. Oh, you were muted. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was just coughing. Like, don't worry about it. But, um, but I'm really low, is what people are saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're. I'm too loud compared to you for sure. Uh, I can raise my gain and see if if that changes anything. Well. Compared to how it's described, I think it's more as because you're totally fine for me. Your volume hasn't changed for me. Okay. So I think it's really an OBS setting. Um, yeah. Then we're good now? Now okay. we're good. Okay. Let's roll with this. Then I can turn I, it down a bit. Yeah, That's I raised fine. my gain. <laughs> so, I mean, them gains. All right. Yeah, them gains. All right, sounds good. Um, what were you talking about? Zarius, yes. Zarius. What's your thoughts on this? <laughs> I think it's really strong. This. Uh, oh, you think it's really strong? I haven't played with it, so I have not. Uh, the quest is too easy. It's it's too can, easy. Oh, okay. It's sometimes two shotted or three shotted or something. So you get the Zarius rolling too early, and then like we we saw this when Zarius was introduced right back into the game. Mm -hmm. The um the problem is that even in high high level play, sometimes it was statistically correct to buy. Like let's say you yeah. go three on three, yeah, it was like statistically correct to buy the zeros. Yeah. So now you do this with less of an investment, where you get it for free at the end of your turn, right. where it kind of is it's a gold at the very minimum, and mm -hmm. sometimes it turns into economy where it's two gold. But you could also just be like, ooh, I won the game, nice. <laughs> right, like just. As a good player, opening up another avenue would be like, well, you know, I might just win the game here. <laughs> um, I think the game, the game I did really well with, this gave me uh, a glow scale on the first uh, shift. And that's not like no, that shit crazy, yeah. but getting a glow scale early is like you're not supposed to have a glow scale on what was it, eight gold or something. Right. So, yeah. If I got a glow scale on eight gold. So the, the 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 problem is you can complete this really fast, is what you're saying. Yeah, but I will I will give counterweight here where if you complete this too late, suddenly it doesn't do anything anymore. I, I'd rather so, be that. Yeah, you're 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 done. I'm a Zerus hater, yeah. I'm yeah, done. yeah, that's like the lich approach. I'd rather have it be unplayable yeah. than you know, viable and too strong. But I, I I've done really well with it every time I picked it. It it just gives you flexibility as well, the extra cash. I've definitely had some moments where I was able to level because I had that extra Zerus minion. I have skipped this on so, principle, and you're telling me no, don't do that. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's actually. Uh, good. I don't like to hear that, Shady. That uh, means I have to play this. Uh... Well, pick it like 
if you can two shot it, I think you should definitely pick it, mm -hmm. right? If you can map it out in your head, you're like, okay, this is very two shotable. Mm -hmm. I think if it's three shotable, it's still fine. Still I think fine. once you're talking four, four turns, turns like, then maybe yeah, too much. So I, I'd say two shot or three shot is ideal for this. Okay. I mean, if you if you're like really lucky, right? You have every piece ready, you can one shot it, right? Like if you're playing a scabs and you go get a bunch of battle card minions in your hand or something, and then it's absolutely broken if you get it the very first turn. Um, yeah, I, I'd say two shot or three shots probably what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So you hear that chat? Don't play it. That's uh, that's our that's our takeaway. <laughs> God. Uh, official, official podcast opinion don't add more zeros to the game uh, next one we've got hidden treasure vault at the start of your turn gain one gold but it upgrades every turn i have played with this it felt um i don't i don't know i don't know if it felt good it felt like i'm gonna die that's that's how it felt like i'm gonna die like i got one good ah, it doesn't matter i got two good ah, i just don't really care i got three good ah, that that's kind of okay but like i don't know if it was, it's been worth having three turns of this i just got like five gold like obviously if you can make the late game and you're starting to get like seven eight gold like this this gets pretty stupid um but being in a position where people are starting to get their uh, treasures and their prizes and you're just like i got two gold you know like yeah, yeah. It, it that those those turns feel really bad so i'm not super sold on it right now What's uh, I, I think this is a quest you take when you are strong but you want to some sometimes you have this right where you you can be weak early but you know that you'll make it if you get to the late game mm -hmm. so for instance like let's say you're playing galliwix i think mm -hmm. this is a awful quest choice because Gallywix has hidden vault built in already yeah right if Gallywix makes it he wins his vault isn't hidden it's just right there yeah like, it's, ah. it's, right. it's right there he's <laughs> waving it around they're like look at all my money right yeah. so uh but to give you a counter example let's say you're playing a Kurtris. Yeah, this is why play. I don't like this quest right already. Like I don't play uh, those heroes. Yeah, you're, you're not strong early, right? Yeah. Before Kurtz, it's perfect because I'm winning all my early rounds anyway because I'm Kurt, right? I don't lose. And then all of a sudden in the mid game, I'm like, oh, five extra gold, six extra gold. That's pretty good. Yeah, this this makes yeah. sense that this is more of a shady style reward. Than, yeah, than... you, you, you got to be able to afford it in terms of tempo. So you can also just play a normal regular hero and you just have a strong start right was, i just you know i happened to get um like a good triple i tripled it to gold grubber my gold grubber is carrying me i can afford it it's fine so that, that's another part of it but the um the main the main thing i would say is don't take this if you need to get stronger from your quest because we uh we definitely have those positions where you're playing a hook tusk and your triple isn't happening don't be like, oh, let's take a vault on top of all of that bullshit that I already need to deal with. No, take the smoking gun, take the alter ego, right? Like take something that will actually win you some fights so you have some time to stabilize. But if you are strong, then this request makes sense because then you just have a way to um, scale into the late game. Because even if you are a tempo hero, if you suddenly get a bunch of money, you're no longer a tempo hero in the late game. Yeah, so essentially if you have a good start or you're playing a hero that uh, really spikes early this is a playable uh quest but reward but if you are playing a hero that 
really scales into the late game and doesn't really need extra economy like a Galux or so. This isn't really the quest you want to be looking for. So uh, I, I definitely agree with that. I, I lean towards the second option, the latter part of it, where my heroes are good later. So yeah. not a not a reward for me. I, it doesn't doesn't work too well. Um, now next one we have ethereal ethereal evidence at the start of every turn, choose from two new rewards. So it's kind of like panda, right? Yeah, okay. panda for quests. Panda for quests. I haven't played with it so. Uh, uh, that's an issue. I haven't played a lot with this either. Okay, it looks fun. Yeah, uh, and it's it's hard to it's hard to judge how good it is because I have no idea when my opponents like are running it. Uh, you know, like how how well, impactful it is. The, the 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 big thing is how easy is it? Yeah, and and if if you don't have a good feel for how easy it is, it's really hard to rate the quest. That's fair. so. I feel like for this one. Come back next week. Or yeah, we'll come back know. next week. We'll, we'll, we'll know by then. But if we both haven't really played with it, it's it's really hard to say if it's good or bad. Because okay. hey, if I can two shot this thing reliably, it's gonna be great. If I have to wait four turns for this most of the time, it's probably not so good. So yeah, mm -hmm. that that's just a huge factor. How early can you get it? Yeah. All right, that's fair. We'll, so skip skip from us today at uh, this today. Next yeah. one, we have Volatile Venom. Your minions have plus eight, plus eight. After they attack, they die. Horribly. Horribly. Yeah. Pretty interesting description of the passive. But essentially, you have an aura buff, an 8-8 aura buff. But if your minion attacks, they, it dies. If they get attacked, it lives. So that's a big, it, that's a big distinction. I have to make very, very clear, they die after they attack right so the attack resolves it's not like your units can't attack but that would attack, be so weird right I yeah mean. but i mean it could be more like for uh, like tokens or tiles or whatever but it's, obviously that would be terrible yeah so your minions can attack but then they always die and if they get attacked by the opponent's board it does nothing happens to them they're fine so they can survive uh, right? yeah. yeah so uh i think it's a pretty interesting um rewards and definitely you can play around it for sure but you do have to make sure that you you are <laughs> you are playing around like you cannot ignore this, this reward this is not a reward you're like oh i'll just you know randomly like just get it and then i'll just play the game out no 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 you have to you have to be heavily aware that you you hit this you pick this you you've got this but i do think if you are aware of it in the right situations this is like extremely powerful extremely strong very very safe very stable like you could literally buy a rat king a rat pack and then just like pass and win <laughs> just win with a single rat pack not like, like let's say you got this like you know like super early obviously this is a hard quest to complete but like let's say your board is just like all rat packs it's just nothing but rat packs you could you could literally just win like very late in the game with just a board life of that you know oh it popped yeah. it tricked popped it triggered clear full board you know here's another full board another full board you know so there's there's a lot of power in this um and it has even more uses but you know what's your initial thoughts on this person i think it's really good yeah. i've done really well every time i picked it it's uh so the moment it activates it's like you get like a three turn pass of like do whatever you, know, you want. Yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> just do a check. Do I have a couple token shits? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. 
I'm, I'm not gonna lose, right? Yeah. So because plus eight plus eight is outrageous yeah, yeah. in terms of combat. Because you might you might think like, well, the eight health doesn't matter, right? It's like, well, every time they attack one of your guys and it doesn't die, it mattered. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the eight health is relevant. So you don't lose in the mid game after you get this period. And if you are a good player, and I will tell you like, hey, for the next three turns. Do whatever the fuck you want. You're like, okay, let's uh, build a really juicy board. So this means like, hey, let's just go to six and roll for some Omega Busters, roll for some Coilers, go to five, get uh, get whatever, right? Get a bunch of reborn snakes. So this this in the hands of a competent player, it's really good. So if if you have a doable requirement, this one will take a while. It's a difficult quest, but mm -hmm. uh, if if you are in a spot where you can complete it it's going to be very good for you. And I think this was probably a very, very misinterpreted quest because uh, as per usual, uh, you know, you, you look around where people be like, oh, you know, this is fucking awful. Like, if I attack with my 100-100 auger, it's going to die. It's like, well, don't make a fucking 100-100 auger with this quest, baby. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no. The, uh, the ideal playstyle for this is you put all your big boys that you have from... Because, you know... You don't need to be like, well, I can't have any big minions. You can have like one or two big minions, but just put them all the mm, way in the, the back, back so they never attack. And then the first four or five slots of your board, it's all token shits so that they keep attacking, 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 and the big minions in the back never actually get to attack. But they can still soak attacks from the enemy board, getting value. Um, if, if you're not too worried about Leroy, you can even taunt uh, one or two of them so they can just soak attacks while your tokens are getting value. I've done that too with like uh, like a like I had like a twenty six twenty six pop bot or something. I taunted that and it was okay because it wasn't insanely bad if it got Lyrit, but it's also pretty good to make sure it got some value before it attacked. So so for me it was just really really good where it gave me a lot of freedom to do what I wanted. Um, and yeah, I I think my my end game board in one of the games was like Leroy Leroy Buster Buster and then like three mechs or something. And that was just really hard to beat with everything getting 8-8. Yeah. And you know what would beat that? I would say I, I also had a great time with this thing. <laughs> and I want to say Scally Pirates Omega Broken. So strong. Yeah. It's not oh, even God. fair. I played this thing. I was like, oh my God, this might be like one of the strongest boy states I've ever seen. Because you can't block the, the pirates. They always yeah. die. It's, you, you turn this negative into a plus with like, oh, you want to taunt with, you're going to play uh, Void, whatever, the counter. Scally comes, which is one of like the easiest ways to deal with Scally is you, you put a blocker to stop the Scally going off and then you have your big minions and you kill right with this in place you have no issues with that you could kill you kill everything i i beat this guy he had a divine shield 500 something <laughs> and i was just like scally 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 scally, 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 scally just the whole time and I, I i was i was like oh i won <laughs> It was like he he it was like 200 500 200 300 million and i just the scouts just kept going because it never it like i had like three cad guards and a golden cat guard like you know you know what i mean like i i had a i had a comp right but it oh, was for, ridiculous oh. <laughs> no yeah. for sure it's one of those things that doesn't happen very often but yeah. when it happens it's completely dumb because you're getting all of the upside and none of the downside mm -hmm. 
that's yeah that's insane yeah uh, but, but yeah it's actually the downside becomes an insane upside <laughs> where no matter what happens <laughs> Can you imagine, man? Just like, yeah, you you can. You've played it. I, I was summoning a hundred, uh, health, a hundred attack scallies because they never stopped. Like the chain never stopped, so I was just summoning a hundred attack scallies, just going in, going in, and <laughs> just like okay. It's like oh, it keeps going. I was like, like you. We always talk about oh, when you play scally, like oh, it just keeps going. But when they don't die, it it literally there is no stop point, you know, because eventually. Your scallies will get too big and they'll go into something like a 20 20 million, which is pretty large, but like that'll stop the chain. But if they always die, the chain never stops. So definitely, definitely really strong with scallies, but still really also good with beasts and, and, and a lot of other mech compositions as well. So a much better quest reward that I think people are expecting. And I, but I think as people play, They'll understand. Oh, this you can really dominate a game once you activate this, and uh, I think it's really good. So I'm with you. Looks like Shitty is doing something, so I'm going to uh, move on. No, no, no. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just checking because we had a uh, an update in chat about certain uh, cards being removed for a little bit. Oh, really? And, but I can't find the the post. So so they're lying nice. to you. No, no, no! I just can't find the post. So, yeah, if anyone in chat has the, so the you're blindly post, believing them is what I'm, what I'm. It's Jake Carrick. Jake Carrick. Jake Carrick. He never says anything. Nice guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm over here anyway. Cookie Boss, thank you for the gifted subs. Appreciate that. Uh, thank you for doing um, my job for me. I appreciate it. That's all right. Let's take half the sub money though. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, Valtor Venom. Good, good cast reward, especially if you are aware of it and you play towards it. Uh, next one, we have Golden Hammer. So it's Spellcraft, make a friendly minion golden until next turn. Uh, I've, I've seen this quite a bit. I, I, I would say that this is better than Stolen Gold. I don't know if you would agree with that statement. But the night... Wait, yeah. Okay, so the nice thing about this um, quest reward or, or so is that your minions are golden during the during your uh, shopping phase, I guess. So that means um, golden brand works, um, golden, I don't know, uh, Orgazor or Tissa works. You know, things that scale during the shopping. Golden Nomi. I've seen someone golden with two Nomis, one golden, right, uh, from this. So you you get a lot of value during the shopping phase, which you didn't get with stolen gold right which which is why stolen gold is really re uh relegated to playing baron compositions combo pieces because those you could really pop off during the battle phase and that's where it worked out with with golden hammer you can really utilize the laning phase of having a golden card and uh scaling from there so i actually think this is a really really strong um quest reward and definitely something you should you should pick up anytime you you see it and and make sense I, I guess yeah i'm still digging i'm still digging right. here because the the, the fix was potentially that hammer was removed the hammer for, was removed oh okay for now hammer and sack so i guess we'll we'll come back to that if, if i find that's the official source but 
might not be in the game mode. Okay, so I, I mean that's that's fine. So it it's, it looks like they're temporarily disabling the Golden Hammer and Kid Knight and kidnap sack quest rewards due to gameplay issues they can cause in certain situations. So uh, that seems good. So it means that there won't be a hammer uh, in there, which is fine. So it was a good it was a good quest reward. Maybe too strong. You could even argue. So I I think it's fine to have it removed. It's there are still a lot of other options to go for, so moving on from that. No, I mean the uh, I, th I think the 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 nail on the head there is that. Okay, so if you think about it purely stolen gold comparison, mm -hmm. it's um, it's not even terrible because you get to choose where it goes, and you still get a golden minion if purely for combat value. But once you realize that it's like. Oh, I could use this on my brand. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> that's insane. I could use this on my Nomi. I could use this mm -hmm. on anything that's, you know, like, oh, Baron for a turn, Selfless for a turn. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me just get, like you said, the Golden Urgozoa. So there's a, the, the flexibility goes through the roof. So this is one of those quests where if you can complete it in a reasonable time, it's great. Absolutely great. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, sounds good. I'm not going to, Dilly Dally, since it's it's currently removed. A sinful medallion. After you play a minion, give two other friendly minions of its tower tier plus two plus two. So, any thoughts about this one? I haven't really played a lot with this. I got it offered, okay. I think, once or twice. I've picked it once, and it was really nice for me when I did pick it. Uh -huh. Where I um, I thought this was going to be one of those quests you have to build around where you're like getting deflecto and spamming three drops or something like that no. but for me it was just a really nice bonus to no. playing a normal style and i just got a lot of buffs along the way where <coughs> excuse me like every uh money pirate is free every economy unit is very cheap and you just like buff 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 so it's almost like you're a bit more of a, a gallywix type style where you're suddenly cycling a ton of stuff just for the merit of playing the 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 star the specific star of the minion mm -hmm. so it was it was quite nice for me it was it was very it was quite solid I'd say yeah I I had this a couple of times and sometimes I don't even like think about it you know I just play the turn out and then like at the end of the turn I'm like oh plus sixteen plus sixteen I didn't even <laughs> I you know I forgot that I had this um, so as long as you're not uh, like it's not too hard to complete and it's like reasonable and, and you're going to be, so the one thing is you have to you have to be playing minions that you're gonna keep. Right? You can't be swapping your minions out every turn, you know, unless you're Nomi or something. Uh but you, you do need to have some targets that you're like, oh this this would be good if it got buffs, essentially. So there are some compositions where you don't really care, because uh, you're gonna be switching the minions out, you're gonna be replacing them. So um that is the one thing. But most compositions have units that you're gonna keep, so it's not a it's not a hard requirement. It's just something to be aware of. That oh yeah, um, I want I want I want to have minions that are available. So like deflectos and stuff like that are really premium. But there are still like even buffing like a brand or whatever like that's still good, right? But that means you have to be buying fives and like utilizing them. But like if Murazon's in, like that's super easy, right? You play Murazon, boom, and you get your money back. So um, it's it's definitely a good quest reward i think so that that's been my experience yep just just solid i think steady good it's it's yeah. hard to mess up tiny henchman's crying 
Like every time we talk about this thing, oh, this thing doesn't yeah. make any sense when you look at tiny henchmen. Like it's like, yeah. I, I had a tiny henchman win yesterday. Was was it doing anything? Don't don't lie to me. Yeah, yeah, no, it was actually good. I um, I don't. I got you. it on eight builds, right? So I really rushed it, and then I was buffing pirates and selfless. So I had like huge pirates, huge selfless, and that was quite good because like the pirate can attack, survive. The selfless is then shielded and survives. And then you can like attack again. That is, all right. That's not a common thing, though. No, yeah. no, no. I don't. It's. I mean, obviously, right? It's like I, I have yet another tiny henchman first place. Is that I want to share with you? But I just want to say that you know it's niche, but that was a cool tiny henchman game. Okay. <laughs> Buffing parrot and selfless, but yeah, yeah. I mean, this is going to be. It, it's hard to compare, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, next one we have kidnap sack. So this one apparently is also removed. And I haven't seen it, so I actually don't even know um, how good it would be. Uh, I, I play all the time with this thing. Oh, okay. Like, I think it's really, really good. The requirement really? is so easy. It's so, so easy, okay. And I, you can take I things like, from the shop, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can okay. grab things from the shop. Okay. So being the degenerate that I am, I ignore that option and just pick a Toxfin every turn and just make my whole board poison with this thing. But <laughs> other than that, it's it's been great. Where It's just flexible. If you if you understand how your turn is gonna work, you'll know whether you can afford to pick up a minion from your hand or whether you need a minion from the shop, whether you need that tempo from just having an extra body, or whether you just want the value of uh, you know, like picking up a buff. Because I've done this with smoggers where I was just buffing my uh I got like the 50 damage wildfire for free almost because I was just picking up smoggers with a brand and just yeah. like buff, 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 and go, go, go. So go. I I can see the real charm of this. Um Quest reward just a principle because it's super flexible and even the low roll or like the the worst case which is like take a minion from your shop that's essentially plus three gold right so like yeah if you were if you were gonna buy that anyway yeah, yeah. so and that i mean it's easy to, it, all you have to do is find a minion in the shop that you want to buy like that's you know like yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it's only when you're like leveling you're like and i guess i'll just kidnap this right but yeah, yeah most, and, most turns this is going to save you minimum three gold and then also you open up like battle cry synergy um so and then you also open up like let's say you you got a brand or something or even if you don't have a brand smogger synergy um mirazon synergy lots of ways to get free stats so you know you could say oh this this gives you plus five plus five returns zero mana plus five plus five return that's on a minion you choose like oh that's you know usually a divine shield minion or a cleave could be pretty good so it, there's a lot of power in it it looks it looks innocent as a quest reward but it's actually quite quite good it's very deceptive in how good it is because yeah. you have so much flexibility uh i also like another thing right i picked up a menace from my board to put it on the flecto you can okay. do that some cool little shit like why, that why was up. the menace on your boards it was procking my quest for my kidneys. I knew like, it. I know. Uh -huh. <laughs> of course. Why else do we play a naked one? I mean, sometimes it's just the best. You know, like three on three, it's just yeah. the best. So. The best card, yeah. I, I, I like I like this quest reward a lot. So I'd be pretty sad if it's true that this is disabled for now. And if it is, then I hope that it's... Uh, it's not too long. Quickly, right? Yeah, because it's... For me, it's it's been my best quest a lot of the time where I just be like, ooh, nice, I can just take this. But it's take. it's because it's probably so easy to proc, and you love it's, those quests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do love the flexibility of getting an early quest and just working with it. Because when, when you look at it, it's not like this is like, 
oh my god, it's insane getting a menu from the shop or bouncing a jug. It's stupid, but <laughs> just flexibility is key in this mm. game. So just being able to figure out what you want. Uh, we we talk about it a lot. Where the higher level gameplay you go, the more these flexible things get rewarded, and the less the you know. It's funny because when you compare this to Tiny Henchman, this probably does worse than Tiny Henchman on lower MMR. Because you have to think about how the youth kid. Okay, yeah, 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 for sure. Like <laughs> these, those type of rewards require thinking to utilize to the efficient, the, the max efficiency. So yeah, of course it's it's going to be worse than free stats uh, every turn for sure. So that's that's not like too weird. Um, but All yeah, right. that's the uh, that's the new quest rewards, yeah. which cool man. I like. Over, it. Overall, I think a lot of interesting quests, except for the Zeros one. Uh, so. I still Can like I, that one. Yeah, I maybe if I get high rolled enough, I'll probably not like it anymore. I haven't been burned enough by people with stupid cards on the board early. Yeah, I mean, it's coming, Shady. It's coming, it's yeah. Coming. <laughs> it's coming, oh no. So we do have some quests and quest reward updates. So find a murder weapon, which was, I believe, uh, buff a minion a uh, number of times, had his requirement reduced. Um... That's because they removed a uh, spawn in URL, but we haven't went. Dude, this is a long patch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just looking at. Ooh, we're nearly done. Oh, we have to start the minions. Sure. I'm, right. do, it's do not you, that many minions, but it's it's minions for sure. Oh, we're we're not like you don't want to like cut it in half and do it next week or no. Uh, I will keep that option reserved if it's really necessary, but it's not that many minions. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Copium. All right. Well, you asked for it now. Uh, anime bri anima bribe has been removed from the reward pool, which I think a lot of people liked that quest <laughs> reward. So, uh, pretty sad to see <laughs> that go. Like yeah. yeah. Uh, Theotar's parasol has been returned to the reward pool, which initially I would have not liked, but some of the other changes this patch made me not uh, worry about it too much. So. Uh, I don't mind it now with some of the other changes. And then Stolen Gold has appearance rate reduced by 50%, which made sense because they had the Golden Hammer, and Golden Hammer is kind of like a very similar Stolen Gold, so um, they didn't want to have like lots of people having Stolen Gold, Hammer, Stolen Gold, Hammer. Because uh, yeah. we had that gameplay in the very beginning of the, the meta, and it was not healthy. So Not enjoyable. Yeah. Be like, all right, three people with stolen gold in the lobby. I'm playing Let's for top four. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get top three. Let's hope one of them dies because they're too greedy, and then get a nice little top three. But you knew you weren't playing for first or second most of the time. Yeah. All right. So now we can go towards the minions. A lot of new minions. Really interesting changes there. Uh, first one we have is Dozy Whelp, Tavern Tier One Dragon, zero attack, three health, taunt. Whenever it's attacked, you gain one health permanently. So the nice thing about this is it gets the attack before the damage. So I remember talking about this when it came out and I played like a game with it. And I was like, oh, no, you, you take the damage first. And I played another game and I was like, wait, I was wrong. I lied to that person. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, you get the attack first. So it is, if it gets attacked, it's essentially uh, a 1-3, um, which isn't like atrocious like a, a lot of things will tie with this surprisingly i would say right like a two three no a two three doesn't tie because it yeah, attacks this is, and then... yeah this is good early yeah. it's it's just uh 
basically a one three <laughs> with upside, mm. which is pretty solid. Yeah. So definitely, I think it's a good card. Uh, open some stuff. Patient Scout. So this card, um, when I looked at it initially, it scared me. I would say. Cause I'm like, mm -hmm. ah, you know, you know me. Oh my God, free six drops. <laughs> that's that's how I looked at it. But I do think it you are. It is a pretty decent downside to have to play a one one on your board. Uh, and sometimes you'll 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 take extra damage and you'll you'll feel pressure and you can't um, you you can't go for a six. So I, I do think. Uh, if you played reasonably and you get like a four or something, then it's pretty good. But if you want to greet it out, then you you can really get punished for for this. Uh. <coughs> yeah, having um requ being required to have a one one on your board is a huge downside. Yeah, yeah. Have you sure. tried it? Have you have you greeted any any stories? Um, I pulled a five with this once, but I'm mostly more conservative. Okay. Where I use it, I use this as economy, so I cycle it for economy a lot of the time. Where so you cycle it for a one drop, and like you'll get like a Celemento or something. Is that what you're yeah, saying? something like that, or or specifically. So this is something cool. When I have Bran, you can make money off this. Where you buy it, you sell it, and you get like the coin Naga. Mm. So depending on what I have, and depending on the things that I'm okay with hitting. Because I think I specifically remember having Bran with Nagas in and a reroll guy on my board. So I was like, oh, I get Sally, it's really good. I get the I get the coins, it's really good. That's definitely an interesting <laughs> way of using it. Not using it for like a power spike, but using it just for economy play. Yeah, yeah, which is typical shady stuff where it's like, oh, I just greet it for a six. Now I just use it, man. Like, you know, I get like Peggy on my board. I use this to get more cards in my hand. I discover bacon with this stuff. I sell it. I get gems. Oh, tempo, 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 tempo. So yeah, I'm, I'm more using this for cycling one drops than to uh, to push for uh, a five or six. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I actually have not been doing that at all. So maybe I'm trolling. Actually, uh, I think about it. I mean, there, there's certain stuff like well, you wouldn't know, but if you're playing Kurt, this mm -hmm. is good because you cycle for easy, yeah. easy stuff. That is good or current, whatever. <laughs> also, also quests, right? Certain mm, quests. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's easy to complete certain quests. And uh, I was thinking if there was something else. I mean, obviously, Gallywix, right? Playing Gallywix, this, uh, this is insane because this can discover Alicad, this can discover Selemental. So this is like insane menu for Gallywix. <sighs> I, I, we still need to, I mean, I, at least I still need to like relearn what's broken now with these changes you know what i mean like oh galley works pretty good now like uh where yeah. that kind of a, this is insane calorie buff the fact that this minions in the game um <laughs> next one we have bristle main scrapsmith tavern tavern tier three quillbore four attack four health after a friendly taunt minion dies you get a blood chill so i haven't really utilized this that much I've, I've played a bit, it never felt like, oh my god. But then again, I don't have boards full of taunts, so maybe that's my downside. But do you have like a better experience? Have you been abusing this in some way? Anything like that? Yeah, this is really one of those cards that you can pick up if it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But it's, I'll tell you what, it ain't no gem splitter, man. <laughs> um, I will give you one broken thing. Okay. Graybo. Graybo with this thing. Oh, Graybo. Come on, baby. Uh, I don't go. play Graybo. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. 
a handful of gems every turn, almost no matter what you do. So yeah, specifically on Greybo, this is way better than Gem Splitter. I think on all the other heroes, it's worse than Gem Splitter. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm with you. I don't really like this one uh, for me. So they, they kill they kill off Gem Splitter if it wasn't obvious. We'll we'll talk about the minions that are removed from the pool, but I think it's do hard you, to talk. Do you want to talk about them first, actually? Does that make uh, more sense? Um, let's see which ones they are. Yeah, we we can we can do that. So they have that in mind. Yeah. Okay. It's not, it's not that many anyway, right? Yeah, right? So we have spawn. Oh, that's weird. They're not other oh, alphabetical. Okay. <laughs> but we'll, we'll go. We'll go on tier, right? So okay, spawn, that's fair. Spawn, spawn and, and Yeah, those are those are two. And I actually checked with the the devs whether that was very specifically because uh, they were getting used too much to cheese the stat quest, or whether they just need space. And apparently, they just needed space. So it's not like it was like spawning URL or breaking the quest meta. It's like, hey, we made two drops. Somebody's got to go. All right, you two get out of here. So yeah, I like those spawn Pepe hands. I really liked Urel, which is funny because I, I liked Urel more because of you. I think you introduced me yeah, to, I did. to the Urel. I did, so, yeah. Yeah, which is funny because I was I was slam dunk in so many just Urels earlier. I was like, oh, Urel in the shop. I'm not going three on three no matter what. I'm buying a Urel. So I was, I was having a good time with that. But yeah, so I'd say spawn Urel is a bit annoying. I, I played with them a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the two that really hurt for me, well, first we'll do the three drop. Nightmare Amalgam's out. But that's because they printed one on tier four. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about. Yeah, when I when I read the the extra tier four, I was like, it has all. I was like, what what are they doing? Amalgam and and nightmare. And yeah. I was like, then yeah. then then I saw that exactly. they're yeah. they're very. I was like, oh okay. Yeah. The, the the ones that the ones that I really don't like that they pulled out is, is they removed gems, gem splitter and reef. And reef yeah. I think that reef was such an insanely fun card with brand man like. Oh, at so many turns, and was like, you know, get the coin naga, print some coins, get a selly, get some more money, and just yeah, so I, many fun. I, 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 I've played some games thinking Reef was it. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah, no, I, I've I, I played some games, I was like, where is it? <laughs> I heard of Reefs, man. So, I mean, you know, that I, uh, you know, I draft Peggy super highly, mm-hmm. right? So, Reef and Peggy is just so good because, you know, like, let's say Quillbore in that you don't have one on your Reef can give you the bake, and then that's, yeah, amazing. But yeah, the, the one that probably affects core strategy the much is Gem Splitter because mm-hmm. yeah. Gem Splitter was just, Gem Splitter was crying. A, yeah, but also just any hero that wouldn't like to play a tier four comp, right? Where do you deflect though? Gem Splitter was such yeah. a really, really good strategy. And they uh they didn't really kill it off, but it's heavily weakened with this uh this subpar gem splitter that's been printed. Uh, it's, and the last really, it's it's not a gem splitter. Don't it's well it's, no, you can you you can taunt the shields, right? So you can um uh, and I've I've, disgusting. I've I know it's annoying, but I've uh, right, so going nosy looter's also been removed, but who cares? Who cares? Poor nosy. Yeah. <laughs> Poor nosy. <laughs> So if we go to if we go to Scrapsmith, Scrapsmith's a four four, and every time a taunt dies, you get a blood gem. So I've definitely played around a bit with this, where I taunted a sewerette. So I was like, all right, you give me two gems per turn, and then for the rest, I just had divine shield taunts. Mm-hmm. You can use a sparing partner or the new taunt battle cry on a bronze warden, and then that's fine. So I think you can still emulate a gem splitter setup. Where you have one or two deflectos not taunted, and then two or three minions taunted, it's and if same. one of the 
same. It's, it's not, not the same. same. No. It's not the same. But if one of those taunt minions is a super rat, that's two gems, and then the other two are shields. It's another two taunts. That's four gems per turn, eight gems if it's golden. It's really budget stuff because gem spinner would overflow your hands with gems all the time. The deflecto would attack, reset, get shield back, get attacked into again. Oh, golden gem spinner. Two more gems. Oh, 10 gems every turn. It's so good. But to be fair, back when flat tusk was a thing, you would very regularly skip flat tusk because you had a gem spinner. Yeah. Yeah. Which was also not balanced because when you're three drop gem generation is better than your six, six drop, drop gem yeah, generation yeah. you kind of have a problem there so and this was honestly a lot of my compositions at the same with dark gaze where dark gaze was definitely a step up from flat tusk but if you still have a a normal ground shaker comp with gem splitter and deflectos gem splitter is just better than dark gaze so i can understand that they maybe had to remove it or nerf it because that that card was very very good like you can you could win complete mid games because of a good gem splitter comp but then you could also win the game afterwards it's not like oh it's only a top four composition no no you can you can actually win the game with a gems a good gem splitter yeah so anyways it that that's basically my uh my take on it where maybe this is more where the power level should have been of gem splitter where it's like okay it will mm. generate some gems but it won't always just fill your hand with 10 gems like maybe that's just too powerful if we have a, a mid if we have a mid game composition that can reliably give you 10 gems every turn that's maybe too much maybe anyway. i mean i i, I yeah, feel yeah. you i mean i'm 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 one of the main people that gets hurt by this like true literally my most played comp right i would i would spam that shit i play so much deflective about Gem Splitter Ground Shaker. So, yeah, obviously, when I read I, it, I was like, oh. I actually don't get hurt that much. I don't play Cobra yeah. Vector. Yeah. Right. But I still uh, feel it. I still think, you know, I, I still respected Gem Splitter for what it did. So, yeah. Um, you know, and anytime I was feeling rough, you know, having a bad day, I could rely on, oh, Gem Splitter, you know, give me a bucket. Um, next, next card, we have Faceless Disciple, Tavern Tier 3. Six attack, four health, battle cry, transform a minion into one of a tier higher. So I've seen some pretty weird boards because of this card where people just have like sixes. It's like turn six. I'm just like, why do you have this? <laughs> you know, but yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, it, it opens up. I mean, it opens up not having to level. They've really been adding that, um, adding cards that, you don't have to level anymore, like you know, with uh, Elise, with the other thing that does that. Uh, I don't remember the name. The card that does that thing, a uh, faceless Zerus, some Toki Toki hero power changes, you know, whatever it is. But there's there's a lot there's a lot more. Um, there's a lot less prestige, I guess, on getting six drops. Maybe that's the way I should say it. Where you can get it like very randomly nowadays. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if prestige is the right word, but I know what you're trying to say. They're just way more accessible. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not yeah accessible. There's it's, oh, there's a lot more accessibility for six drops. That's that's maybe a better way. I, I yeah, I like that. I like that sound. <laughs> uh, I'm a team, Collins. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. what's your thought on it? So. 
this minion for me, and, and obviously I might change my opinion on this, mm -hmm. but for me, it usually doesn't feel like it's worth the investment where I'm just, because it's a discover would obviously be broken, right? Like you can't have this discover, no. but it's like Malagos with, uh, with the buddy. How many times did you play that? And you're like, zap it and eh, not good enough. So you have to pay two gold for so, this every time you buy it and play it. So, so you're saying I, you're not as lucky as me. So you're, <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say that for my current playstyle, later in the game, I think early, you know, like if you're on tier three, or let's say you go three on three and this is in your shop, yeah, because it's a six four. That's a big deal, right? It's it's not a yeah. The stat, stat line is crazy, I think, for yeah. the ability. So I, I say early, there is no cost attached to this almost because you have to buy a card anyway, and you're not rolling. So early, and, yes. And making you know, like, a four is five is fine. Yeah. And another thing is you can turn that four into a five, and you can you know like you can stack it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you go like three on three, this is probably one of your best hits. I'm, I'm more talking later in the game when you're just browsing and you see this pop up in the shop. I tend to not pick it to see if I get lucky because it's two gold every time. Now, of course, if it's like three or four good hits, then sure, you know, let's let's talk. But if I'm just like, well, I kind of yeah. just need this. You you definitely yeah. I, I would say you definitely have to know the six drop pool because this is something that. Uh, Maybe you, you do when you're playing like Gallywix or something, but you don't do when you see this in your shop. You're just like, oh, I'll just buy it. But when you when you when you look at Gallywix, right, you look at oh, what's on six or what's on five, you know, what's good for me, right? And then you're like, oh, these are good six drops, five drops, whatever. Let's play the hero, right? But you don't do that when you're like mindlessly rolling a face. It's like, oh, let's, let's just try. Ah, uh, it's it's Nadina, and you're just like, wait, what? What were my what were my options? Oh, right, it's like I could get young Murkai, dragons. Like some some random nonsense that you don't need, right? You you gotta you gotta look at the pool and see are there a lot of sixes that I can build around, and if there are, then yeah, this is a this is a like it's okay to try like once early in the game to see oh do I I have no direction let me try see oh I hit something then I'll build around it right but if if you're if you're just absentmindedly playing and like oh I want a six and like oh there's no good sixes then yeah it's gonna feel really bad so. Um, you just have to be aware, kind of like when you're playing Gallywix, like, is there a, it, are there a lot of hits that feel good that I'll be happy with? If, if the answer is a yes, then yeah, I, I think you can play this or you can, you can try it. Obviously later, later the game goes on the worse it gets, but early, if you get this early and you have a five randomly and you're like, okay, I, it, it seems fine to, to, to see if you can get a full direction from it, in my opinion. Yeah. The, the, the funny thing is that you mentioned Adina, but the one time where I did do a Hail Mary was earlier today where I was playing dragons and like, ooh, wow, I need Adina. Okay. And I just popped an Adina. I was like, oh, that's pretty damn good, chat. Okay. Okay. No, I, I hear you. I think this is one of those things where the knowledge of the pool does get heavily rewarded. So mm -hmm. understanding when you actually have a good chance to hit as to, oh, this is just like a one in you know nine or 12 or whatever. That's that's probably not a good not a good bet to take. So the consensus I think is fair where you say good early most of the time because it's a good stat line. Mm -hmm. And then later in the game, use it if you have several minions that are good for you, not when it's just mm -hmm. one maximum yeah. two. Yeah. Okay, that's fair, yeah. yeah. And uh you can always you can always shoot minions in the shop as well. 
some of this like in case like you want the battle cry uther or whatever i don't know like it <laughs> might open you up for that so might just something to mention you can target minions in the shop um next one we have village and stoneborn tavern tier four so it's a two attack six health minion but you're really buying it for the battle cry give a minion plus six health and taunt so plus six health and taunt battle cry uh minion so that's a lot of stats that's that's a lot of, that's a lot of stats so the one caveat is that the taunt you have to be aware like oh i'm taunting this minion now and i you know i can't lose taunt uh, but uh, if you have a minion you don't care about taunting and or a minion that you want to taunt like best one or high value one is trickster this can be a really really good target or a good uh piece to be looking for so any any extra extra follow-ups I think it's one of my probably favorite additions where it just feels good to play this card where a lot of the time I got to taunt something anyway. I'm like, ooh, I get six extra health on my Leroy. That's so nice here. Where um, a lot of the time that's sort of an issue. Leroy specifically where you uh, get blastered. Mm -hmm. So this is this solves that issue. Also means that if you're playing Bran, this is a really good hit where 12 health on something early on is no joke. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, you triple you triple into this thing. So let's say uh, I had like a picky eater that got up to thirty health in no time, because <laughs> like I played it with Bran on the board. I was playing Bran, mm -hmm. and then I played one of these guys, another twelve health. So yeah, if you have anything that has a reasonable amount of attack already, and you give it plus twelve health, you're gonna be winning those early rounds like crazy. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I I like that we have this as a utility because very often now that we just have sparing partner for taunt. I found myself in a spot where, ooh, I don't fight the taunt, I don't fight the taunt. Yeah, I I, okay, I agree with that for sure. Yeah. Like, um, really like having this option to taunt. Yeah, yeah. so I, I'm I'm down with that um, that statement. Sometimes I was just rolling it down, especially like I play more Scarlet Comp than you, I think. And uh, sometimes I've I've rolled like four turns for a sparring partner, and and I'm like, it's a tier two minion. Where is it? <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of crazy. So definitely more more taunt options. I think is healthier. So I'm happy with it, and 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 you can still play for tempo. So it's not like it's not like sparring partner where it's only taunt and nothing else. Like you can put this on Mantic Queen, and you're like, wow, you know, I've got the taunt yeah, and yeah. the and the health. So pretty cool. Relevant. Next up, we have Ball of Minions Tavern Tier Four, but it's it's an Amalgadon type, so it has every single type. It's a five yeah. attack, five health. When you sell this, give its stats to a random friendly minion. So. Amalgam has been replaced once crazy again. Addition, I would say this shit. You think this is have crazy? You, have you not had crazy Ball of Minions games? I have, but you know, okay. I want, I want to, I want to, you know, dive into it. Like, all right, all right. So this, this does not look crazy at all, Collins. Do you have any anecdotal evidence to prove that it might be pretty good? Well, I mean, let's say you, uh, you uh, toxfin it. Then you sell it. You give the poison to a ready. No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh God, please! No. Well, first, did we cover that the golden one is two? Or no, we haven't. So the golden version uh, when, when we weren't we haven't talked about golden versions at all. But yeah, but this this one matters, right? Yeah. Like the others, the others, the others didn't matter. Golden version It's just it's double, right? Most people know it's double. Yeah, you but, give the, you give the stats to yeah. randomly friendly minions. What if it said to give double your stats to two random friendly minions? You know. Oh, you're like double, 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 yeah, double. Yeah. It's already broken. So, yeah. <laughs> what makes it broken, Shady? 
<laughs> fix it broken yeah. yeah when i'm routinely playing fucking cookbook and i'm like you buy the 50 health wall of minions you sell the 50 health so it's good minions. with cookbook okay well cookbook's with- already broken it's insane with cookbook it's insane with no me okay really that's another cool. that's another if one you're playing the yawk quest that buffs the shop if you're playing demons that buff the shop if you're doing like peggy and you buff this on your board with the peggy and then you golden it and then you sell it and like because yeah. you you know with peggy you get like 80 health pirates right mm-hmm. sometimes very you, easily yeah. you just keep going right it's, it's not, like if quillbore were in that's nothing for a peggy she just keeps going and keeps going so imagine if you have two ball of minions and then you triple it and you have this 80 health ball of minions and then you sell it like you're adding 80 80 to two minions so effectively that 80 80 minion now doubles in size where instead of one 80 80 you have two 80 80s so i i think that this is probably a never skip early in the game where you just pick this up because when you golden it you get a triple which is already good but then the value from the stat increase is so nice do you think this is too strong i don't think about it yeah yeah there should there should there should be some adjustment to this card I think it's, well, I mean, we'll see, right? We'll see. But what I can safely say is if you have any kind of shop manipulating mechanic that is significant, so let's say plus 10 stats or more, it's really dumb. Like you just buy this and sell this and it's such an insane increase. Also, like uh, Millhouse buys this and sells this insanely cheap, right? It's not a problem. Gallivix as well, you just cycle the sucker. Yeah. Yeah. The more we talk about it, the more I think like, ooh, this might be bad design in terms of like, <laughs> in terms of, like what health, like how healthy it is for other people playing around people that can abuse this. So like, you know, people that have cookbook, like if you're, if you're not that guy, like how do you deal with someone who can play with, who can yeah, mess yeah. around like, with I, this? I was doing this with Nomi and like, this is, I think I fought Waterloo earlier mm-hmm. today and he had like a 170 Nomi. Right. And that's just because he sold Ball of Minions. One, yeah. <laughs> right, so it's like, okay, bro, you're just like, as a random side effect, yeah. you gave like 160 stats to your Nomi? Okay, bro. Now, obviously, that's massive. Like, maybe it wasn't even that much, but it was over 100, easily over 100. Yeah, because yeah, I, I would say I've been seeing bigger boards this patch than I've seen in a while. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's probably due to, like, cards like yeah, this. People- randomly sell ball because yeah. i because we can cover so many angles right because what we're talking about right now is just one scenario but you also just have the scenario where it's not insane but you were just buffing something and you had to make board space anyway you can sell this and then you don't lose the stats and that's like probably the least good version of this card is like i needed space and i sold it and i didn't lose value uh-huh. but then you can module it you can talk spin it as well like it's like it's insane. Like like you you can you can buy this early every time almost because you either abuse it for like an insane stat machine or you make it divine shield poison or you can give it reset so it resets your deflectobot. It's just like the moment you make something an amalgam type, we know that it's already it's very useful. Yeah, and then you give it this sick effect and just like. You can't give something this much utility and give its great stat gain ability as well. It's it's so yeah. So, so you, yeah, I, I think it's clear. See, this is definitely the busted card of the patch. So I don't know for sure yet, right? I've I, just had I, really okay. Good games. You like doing yeah. that? I'm not doing that. I'm uh, I'm locking it in. Final answer. Yeah. This is <laughs> this is the busted card of this patch. Go for the million columns. All right, let's go for the million. <laughs> 
I definitely think the amount of abuse you can do with this, especially like it's it's just a good card, and and amalgam yeah. cards tend to be the biggest on your board. Like if you if you yeah. like even without yeah. like trying, it, they just like, tend to be the biggest. They'll and, take everything. And the moments you golden this, you get a golden, and then you could just sell your biggest minion, double it up, make two threats, and you can like if you have four of these, you know, like let's say Murlocs are in, so you're just talk, you know, you're primal finning more copies of this. You just sell this and you hit the other one. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> like I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that's no, so it, it's a bit. Yeah. You on this now, and now you're like, no, no, shady, no, no. Not if you open my eyes. This shit is the, broken. No, no, broken. No, I, I knew. It was, I, I wanted to leave. I wanted. I wanted okay. to. You know, I you wanted a nice conversation before I started. You know, place. hammering it down. And, you know, it's broken. Shady. It's broken. Broken. For sure. All right. Fun. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, definitely, definitely a card you should be playing with uh, if you want to win. So I'm, uh, yeah. But cookbook Nomi, that kind of synergy, it, it's definitely abusable. I, I just don't think that's balanced at all. So uh, weird, weird, weird addition. But I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, cause um, the old amalgam was fineish, right? Like, you know, it wasn't like. Yeah. I, I drafted old amalgam all the time. No, no, no. I know. I mean, like, but like in terms of like design space I mean. oh right yeah yeah no i i think you do you really want something to be the glue between two comps yeah otherwise you lose so much fun yeah, like yeah, if, yeah. You can't, if you can't do like peggy amalgam master it's like the bridge between now oh, i've got this pirate engine but then i've also got this elemental stuff or i'm playing major domo but then it's on an amalgam and i have this mama bear and this amalgam gets buffed and stuff it's it's fun i think you do really want to have something that's the glue between certain yeah. play styles minion comps yeah i think i think more what they were thinking is they wanted amalgam on four because i think maybe like oh uh, three is too good but then they, weak. yeah That'd but they fun. didn't want it to be a carbon copy of like <laughs> oh we're just gonna move amalgam to more four they're like okay let's make something new so they added this like extra like cell effect but yeah. you know they hadn't had abusers you know i'm an abuser <laughs> in this in this case in the that yeah crazy. like people mm -hmm. that would just like hammer hammer these these broken mechanics like until you're sick of it right i don't think they had that there so now that we get to play with it, it's like oh i don't think this is good <laughs> broken uh, yeah sure. so um it's fun though right it, to use yeah it. it's, it's fun until fun. you know everyone's doing it and they hit you for, yeah, for no reason when you start fighting someone like well the only the, literally the only reason i lose to you is because you hit a golden ball of minions mm -hmm. nice yeah. right yeah that's not fun yeah so kind of weird i mean i understand it i just i don't know like it, it feels like the the effect was like a afterthought i guess you know what i mean if that makes sense like they needed an amalgam, they wanted it on four, and then they're like, let's do something cool with it. And then it's like, oh yeah, like, but like, is it, are they going to play around this effect? Maybe not, but we end up doing <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, I mean, whatever. It, right now it's, it's very strong, very good, and I would say play with it. But moving on, we have, we need to, we need to finish this up. <laughs> Interrogator, yeah. white main, tavern tier five, eight attack, five health, start of combat. Give the enemies opposite this taunt, they take double damage. I, I think this card's really cool. Um, and 
also opens up counters. It, I would say like this week Cleve is not balanced. <laughs> like I, I'm, you know, like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not entirely out of it yet. Whether I think this card is awful or good for the game, because ah, it's so. Yeah, right. Because so, so the main idea behind this is this is a counter to combo Baron. setups. The Baron. We, well, but, Baron, but also Cadgar, also Mama Bear, or just anything okay. that hides, okay. right? Anything that hides in the back gets exposed with this. Sure. So the um, that that's the logic behind it. Uh -huh. So that that alone, you could already talk about. Should that exist, where you can go so invasive, right? Where I, in, or I, 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 I I like that personally because right. Well, okay, I I do not like uh, Leaper comps. <laughs> No, no, <laughs> just, I, I, I mean, let me full disclosure. I'm not a fan of this composition. So being able to be like, you know what? Let me just murder you. I do think there are some answers to leap for comps. Just like as people have played the game, the gun barrel, like you can kill everything at once. The you know, like, is blaster barrel, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good role. That's like all reliable. Ah, yeah. frogs, no problem. Yeah. I'm going to dust off my all reliable blaster barrel. But now Paracel's in, you know, and stuff like that. So yeah. It, but you don't taunt the stealth, do you? Huh? No. You don't taunt the stealth, right? You, okay, well, so I, you, I mean, you would, right? Wouldn't you? The thing is, the yeah, stealth but, wouldn't matter, though. No, okay, but let's say if you white main a stealth Baron, you oh. can't attack the Baron. No, you can't attack this hat. But you can, you can white main the left of it. <laughs> Oh, you just mean like you yeah. can open a cleave? Yeah, you, can, you and yeah, you can yeah. mess up the position. Like you, like if you yeah, if you yeah. taunt in, you like you you wildfire yeah. the board. Like you know, then you can do you can do all kinds. Yeah, of things. like so it you you open up ways to deal with it is what I'm saying. Like I sent you. And so I, the, um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And I'm okay <laughs> with that, but I do think that the more normal application is cleave, and that one's a bit. Toxic, uh, I, I would say that one. That one's a bit. Uh, oh, a bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. It, it, it's quite. It's quite bad uh, when and and you're taking double damage, right? It's not even like, it's not just give your minion taunt, which I I do think is. Yeah, it's just double. But yeah. the thing is, I do think you want the double damage just yeah. because otherwise it's so. Yeah, it, it's a lackluster effect. Otherwise, I yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Because already this this is a waste that of a slot, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a wasted buy and a wasted shop slot or a board slot a lot of the time where you're like, I taunted it, but I didn't I, attack. Yeah, I don't mind the double damage. It. I think that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I think where this card truly, truly gets toxic is Wind Fury Cleave, taunt minion number five or six, <laughs> and ba bam, ba bam. Oh, sorry. Yeah. What are you playing around, Cleave? I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> was that a Leroy next to your other toddler? Oh, sorry, I avoided that one. Oh, it's straight for your backline. Like, oh god, it's that's so like that's minus 30, right? Like in terms of health total, when a wind fury cleave actually cleaves your whole board, that's minus 30 health. You're dead. It's yeah. so if it's a Far Reaper and the rest is like, you know, like uh Naga buffing, it's so disgusting. And then obviously the white main hasn't died yet either, so it's another five damage. So that that's I, I think I share your concern where I don't I haven't really been like, damn it, you know, people have used white main to counter my combo. It's like, oh, you literally just taunt them, yeah, them back. That that's that's true. That right? The the 
expectation or like what you're hoping is like oh you know you set up this combo piece and they 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 smartly you know you lose to them the the turn before and then they smartly buys the white main they put it in they snipe your baron and you're like no you found the count and you're like damn you are you know game design you know but what happens is they don't care they just have this already and they're winfrey cleave and they're just like ah oh, your board's yeah. dead take 30 you're dead no answer like and that's the reality of what, what people <laughs> are doing with it and the yeah. imagination of what you're thinking when you decide this card is and what people are like this is more effective to just cleave their home board and have no answers like, you know so <laughs> it it's rough right because like i like the idea of like being able to dismantle you know a leaper comp or or a buster comp cleanly but people just cleave me <laughs> you know and it's not cool they don't they don't play nice right? yeah they, Feels like this card indeed was designed. Like, come on, guys, play nice. Just use it on their Baron. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we'll use it on their Baron. <laughs> and they're all rest of their board as well. We cleave. Because <laughs> it's yeah, that's uh it's it's like the players with like the the going the blocks going in the right hole with like everything goes in the cleave hole. The cleave hole. The cleave White fan goes in the cleave hole. Wind Fury, that goes great on my cleave. Divine Shape, that goes great on my cleave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's... Uh... So, mixed feelings about this card. Because yeah. I, I think the original design, the way how it probably was meant, like the spirit of the card is, hey, this taunts the Baron. It gives you a chance. And the cool play is you can do mind games. The opponent can move the Baron up or down, right? Depending on where you think the white main is going to go. Yeah. And I've had I've had a little bit of those things where I've had to guess where they were going to move their stuff and then a white main to write stuff. And that feels good, right? You feel like, yes, you know, like I, I Is there a way to change this to like avoid that situation? Like, avoid that yeah. I, I think just the ability to taunt something on your opponent's board, you're always going to open up. What, if, what if you make it like give... Minions with less attack than this taunt. Huh? Then you can kind of play around it. Like, you know. If, wait, what do you mean? Like, if, if it has less attack than white main, essentially. Then then only then white main's effect would go off. Yeah, but they but you don't have to position, I guess. To, mm, that's very uh Is that too good? I'm I'm just oh, trying wait. to I, I was Oh wait, wait. You say automatically taunt everything on the enemy yeah. board to the attack than this yeah <laughs> <coughs> mm. i'm just spitballing like this five yeah I, I, that's that's too wide of an effect i think for me to process right now and tell you that that's, <laughs> it, it sounds like it's crazy but yeah maybe but maybe like it's, if you know yeah. they're doing that then you're like okay maybe i won't you know play this but i guess it like it dismantles some complete comps completely right like and that that's too good right like yeah it's like, you couldn't play like Buster comp. Anger, right, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, it's too good. Yeah, I guess you'd have you'd you'd have to have the maybe opposite this as well. Um on top of it or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's yeah. it's one of those cards where I'm I think it's hard to make it do what you want it to yeah, do. Yeah, without... yeah. Currently yeah. it's I would say it's problematic in how people are using it. Um so that's that's the issue. And I don't, but I, I like the idea of the card though. You know what I mean? Like, I like the idea, but how people are using it is not the idea. <laughs> so, stop, stop. You weren't supposed to cleave. You weren't supposed to cleave. I like this. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 
Man, I had such a sad loss when I had this like really strong mama bear board, but my backline was mama, mama croc. And he taunted the middle mama and uh, cleaved. And I'm just yeah. like, oh my God, I'm dead. <laughs> uh, <sighs> I was so strong, man. I was so strong, but he killed, he killed two mama bears and one croc mm, with a cleave. Yeah. It was like, oh, I'm so fucking dead. Um, yeah. It's it's enough about this card. But yeah, yeah you you get the point, guys. I, we like the idea, but oh, cleave, <laughs> cleave, oh, you cleave. Yeah. yeah. And now the funny thing is, like the people listening to the podcast, we're like, you know, I hadn't thought about. Yeah, cleave. I know, I know. That's this. This is anytime we're having these conversations, I'm like, do we do we say this? The word, the word is out, right? This is this is a cleave card. It's not an anti-bearing card. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect hands. Alright, next one we have Vanessa Van Cleave, Tavern Tier 5, Pirate, 3 attacks, 7 health. Whenever this attacks, give your minions plus 2 plus 1 permanently. Mm -hmm. So, this is kind of cool because I don't think pirates really have this kind of effect, except for Hogger, you know, Hogger Peggy shenanigans. But if you're if you're if you're at that stage again that you don't you're you're like already happy, you don't you don't care. But like this is something you could triple into if you're playing pirates and like you're like, oh I I guess. I guess it's fine. Like it's not Hogger, but <laughs> I guess it's fine. And I, I also have seen people use this with Tony and make this golden. And then this feels kind of good. Give plus four, plus two attack. And Ooh. if you have Nagas with Wind Fury, you can you can double dip. So um, there are some ways to make this great. I do think like as a baseline, this isn't like a premium card. It isn't something like you can build around. But it's kind of nice to have something to make your pirates stronger. Uh, that isn't just Peggy, because that's really the only thing. They had going for in terms of pirates, so I'm kind of Peggy, okay with it. Peggy salty looter, right? Uh -huh. But yeah, no, I, I I agree with that sentiment. Where I don't think this is a card where you're like, oh, I'm hard rolling for Vanessa Van Cleef. No. But it's one of those like, hey, I've got three pirates on my board, and that's an early Vanessa. Sweet, let's put it in the front. That's uh -huh. totally fine. Yeah, like I like it. I like it in that way. So it's um, I think it's a nice addition. I uh -huh. think for now. It's it's fun to have, and then sometimes you're gonna golden it, and then it does rack up rather nicely. Better than nosy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Way better than nosy. Dude, for, nosy for catching strays. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I think that's that's correct. Where it's it's sometimes you just have a pirate start, and then the thing is like, then it was either. Hogger Eliza or right, transition nothing. out of it yeah. because you're not pirates. Like if you don't have Hogger Eliza, you're not pirates. Mm -hmm. And now you could actually play a little bit of mid-range pirates mm -hmm. when you have like, two Vanessas in the front, Peggy Salty Looter, and Ripsnarl in the back or something. Suddenly, like you can actually survive with that pirate build a little while longer. So uh probably massive patches buffs, I guess. Yeah, you think yeah, I know, but I don't play patches. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, night night advice. I guess we don't care. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the patches is a hero that very frequently finds himself with a board full of pirates. Pirates have nothing and, to do with them. Yeah. Yeah, and then then you really like, well, I'd need Hogger Eliza or I'm dead. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, I can just play Vanessa in the front for a while, and then I can still transition later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Overall, I think it's it's a nice addition. Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, and then the last but not least, the Walking Fort. Tavern tier six. We're getting a new six drop because Nosy's dying. Four yeah. attack, ew. Six health? Okay. At the end of your turn, give four friendly taunt minions plus four plus four. That's right. 
You heard me right, guys. Four plus four on four friendly minions. That's plus 16 plus 16 a turn. That's a lot of stats. What's your thoughts on that, Sidia? I think it's one of those feel-good cards. Where <laughs> at the end of the turn, you're just watching boards and we're like, ah, this is this is good. This is fun to watch. So yeah. I, I think this card mainly is a no Murloc card. Yeah. Yeah. But in Murloc lobbies, if you can taunt shields, it's not that bad. That's but also true. Yeah. Mainly it's it's just a ball of stats mm. buffing. That's good. We go yeah. stats. <laughs> so I, I probably my most fun game with this is when I had a golden fort, a regular fort, and mask. And I was sitting like, oh, I have so many bombs. Like, I play like one random taunt to end on. It's like a 50 50 or some shit, right? You had what mask? <laughs> oh, ghastly mask. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, my God. So, <laughs> effect, <laughs> effectively, it was two golden forts and two regular forts. Oh, that's, that's so forts. good. I haven't yeah, seen yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I had a really good time with this ship. Because it's actually one of the mask rewards. So mask always gives oh. you a minion. Yeah, so you can get walking forward mask. Oh. Like, but it's it's Felbat type difficulty. Oh, okay. Of course, it's, it's a six that, uh, That's better than Felbat, though. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, depending on the board. I guess, yeah. You, I mean, you know you're getting it, right? So you you, you better have some taunts when it triggers. You, you prep for it. <laughs> I'd be mad at you if I'm watching <laughs> your game and you... The you hilarious the fort, part. You're like, okay, we got the fort. Let's buy some taunts. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'll be mad at you. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the hilarious part is that I, I, I buff the same thing as with Felbat most of the time anyway because mm. I love buffing Tricksters with this. Ah, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, in both of the games where I did really well with Fort, I just taunted Tricksters with the new Fort with drop. The plus six, yeah. Yeah, so... I had pretty good minions on my board, and then mm -hmm. eventually you triple it, and then you have this like 170 health trickster or some crazy shit at some mm -hmm. point, right. and then it's easy to always just fit another taunt in. And, and this kind of style works really well with the finishing touch of add Leroy, add Queen, because you're going to build four chunkers, and you need three extra slots on your board. So it's pretty perfect in that regard, where it's Dude, four taunts. The finishing chunkers. touch you do on every, every build. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're you're cooking any scary. dish, you're like, you know what, this dish could use a little it's bit like Leroy, a little bit of like <laughs> it's everywhere, but no, but real. Uh, I, I'd say Walking Fort and Theodore, those are two compositions that really open up Leroy Manted because their their core is three to four minions. So that's that's really a very whereas you have other builds where it's a bit harder to fit it in. The Leroy demanded. Of course, if you try hard enough, you can say he finds a way. Yeah, it's like you're, you're saying this this 50-50 minion, how good is it really? Get the fuck out. Uh, play a Leroy, right? Like you can do that. But in this build, you don't have to sell a 50-50. That's what I'm saying. The stats don't go to waste because you just you buff only four minions. So yeah. Fair anyway, enough. So, but you yeah, like, like the, it. you like it, okay. I think it's I think it's really uh like a Timmy card, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. If you know like the magic archetypes, like this is a Timmy likes this card, so Timmy also likes it more when Murlocs are out. So that that's that's Timmy me. doesn't like, know. <laughs> I embrace my inner Timmy and be like, Murlocs are out. All right, let's build a big board. Let's have some fun with that. Sounds good. I think it's a fun card to play for sure. Right, we still have a couple um, current minions 
updates. So some minions are already in the game. They're getting a little bit of changes to... Basically only profit of the board. Tyragosa doesn't really get a meaningful change. It does. It doesn't get taught for randomly now. I mean, you know. It, it, right, it doesn't keep white mains. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't I mean, get white mains. So it is a function. You but you weren't getting white mains before the patch, right? So there's no meaningful change to Tarragosa. But yeah, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> all right. So profit of the boar, right. essentially it's it's way better now, right? They turned it from being a two drop three three into a two three, but for that one lost attack, you get taunt, which we've already seen is relevant for a number of reasons. Uh the scrapsmith being the main one. But there's no longer the restriction of once per turn which mm -hmm. is a big deal. Yeah. So you can play three Quillbar in one turn and get three gems now, Yeah. which I really like because that was so often a thing you had to think about when you're playing with this card is like, how do I ration my Quillbar so that I have one Quillbar per turn to not waste these gems? And now you can just be like, oh, I have a bunch of Quillbar? Great, slam them on the board. It's, yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, so you'd say this is a buff. It's a huge buff, yeah. Oh, no. The people that care about stats, you know, these guys, this is a big nerf. You go from 3-3 three, three to 2-3. Two, three. How dare they do this? The profit of the board. My one attack. You remember, they had this as a 2-3 before. And you know what? They said, it's too bad. Let's buff it. So I can't believe they're going back to 2-3. How dare they? But yeah, I, I would agree with you that this is probably a buff overall since once you get the mid game, the late game, you're playing, being able to play two quill boards and getting multiple gems. Like... You all you gotta do is play two crowboys twice, and this is better, right? I mean, two two crowboys once a turn, and this is better. Yeah, yeah. So. One one turn where you would have tempoed an extra quillbore, and it's better. It is better, yeah. So it, it's and very easy. Way, way better because one extra attack point on a card you don't care about really versus an extra gem that you can put on a card you do care about is is very big difference. Yeah, yeah. I, who says <laughs> I don't care about profit board? You know, he's my buddy. But yeah, yeah. I, I would say like. As the immediate early game, this is definitely just better better for for you. So I, I do think this is a nice buff for for profit. Gives it more opportunity to stay on, to stay on the board longer. And you know, if you have a gold and stuff like that, getting two gems a turn is probably better than that stone smith that you're running anyway. So as <laughs> well. Um, and then Terragosa technically has no function functional change. Uh, it just doesn't get taunt and um, or it doesn't keep taunt and double damage from. Uh, from the white man. Enemy enchantments. Yeah, that's it. Basically, so I, any anything your opponent used won't stick on it. Which is basically white main. White main. Yeah. For now, that's uh, maybe the first I, one they. Put. I I kind of didn't mind if it kept the enchantment. Uh, that's <laughs> that was... <laughs> That's 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 horrible design. You don't want to punish people for playing it. There we go. So like <laughs> I was kind of fine with it, you know. But yeah, I, I feel yeah, like these these Tarragosa lovers have had it too good for far too long. For far that's, too long, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, no that's yeah, that's not it, man. Oh, good. All right, uh, last change. Mug is back. Uh, Magnadri mug. So it was a tavern tier two, uh, plus one, plus one to three different minion types that one has been added back into the minion pool so kind of nice if you played um the six drop card what was it called the, the six Wait, six the six six that gives you plus two plus two come on come on shady you know this 
Wait, sorry, I, I must have zoned out. Can you it, please is a tier, it's a tier six card, six six stat line. It gives you plus two plus two to three different minions anytime you play a non minion type minion. Oh, Theodore. Theodore, Theodore yeah. yes, it's good with Theodore. Yes, that's the card. Thank you. Okay. Huh, I was like, but you man, know this card. I don't. I you no, play I way more than me. I, I literally just talked about Theo, right? Like when I talked. About yes, Theo. I know. That's why I was saying you know this card. I was like, you play this. And, uh, it's been three hours roughly. Yeah, so it, yeah. This this is maybe one of our I longest podcasts. For a moment there, but no, yeah, my ma- my main man, my main T man, Theodore. Yeah, he likes Mug. He does. And and I think that's a great great statement to end end the uh, end this podcast. Yeah. I think. <laughs> like to reach the floor more though, I'll tell you that. But yeah, that's <laughs> for a different podcast. Yeah, but yeah, this this is definitely a big like overall. This is a big patch. I think a lot of good changes uh, or a lot of fun changes. I was I was talking to Shady. I, I was like, I'm sad that there's not going to be a lobby legends with this. And then Shady's like, What are you talking about? I'm playing in the qualifiers. So I was like, Oh yeah, that's you, dude. Like I'm playing my qualifier. Yeah, I I forgot. Like I was like, oh, I'm done for the year. <laughs> oh god, if I make it through, it's probably lobby legends on this patch as well. Yeah. So so yeah but yeah i i do think a lot of cool changes a lot of it looks it it's it's been fun to play and trying the new things um you know some broken things i do think they want to take a look at cthune and also the ball of minions those are the two ones that jump out to me some of the quest rewards as well um but it looks like they are adjusting them right so uh, they are looking at that as well so i mean it's 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 almost guarantee that not everything's going to be balanced when they make changes like this like it's hard to balance it even when you have no, it, a lot of it's good a stuff. sweet patch it's honestly yeah. a sweet patch yeah. like there's so much stuff that happened and the 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 worst thing is ball of minions i guess in terms of yeah balance stuff that jumps out and yeah okay it's silly right but it's it's not as silly as it could be <laughs> there's other stuff that could be way more yeah, yeah. silly introduce this many changes so yeah that's cool. I uh, yeah, happy with it. All right, I'm a, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> yeah, it's late for you. All right, thank you guys for joining us here. Thank you for listening in. You can check us at Educate Collins at Twitch, and you can check Shady at Shady Shady Run Live at Twitch at uh, you know send us feedback. It should be BG Podcast Gmail, all that good stuff. And we'll see you guys later. I hope you guys enjoyed this long episode. And have a wonderful night or evening or morning if you're listening to this in the morning. That'd be cool. See you guys.